Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, let's kick this off. A nice classic, traditional, uh, old school, as some would say, way to kick this off. And hey, it's episode 51. You sometimes got to go back to your roots. Uh, I'm, I'm your host, regular host. I'm always here, guys. What's up? It's Ryan Mafia Moffitt. Back again, as I said, you know, 51. We got a, another week in the book. One more closer to that one-year anniversary show coming up just week now, or just week, just next week now. So we're getting very close. Uh, let's bring in our host. We got, uh, you know, the regular guys. We got Stephen Hatch. We'll bring him in first tonight. Oh, man, dude. The week, the weekly countdown to a year, it's, well, it's literally here. right there. It's yeah. literally right there. That's crazy. So crazy. Just, it's like the calendar montage scene in every movie. The X's are, you know, going through and we're getting closer yep. and closer. And now the big red circle next week. How so wild. It's crazy, man. You guys may actually get to see Evan again. That's exciting. It's, you know, let's bring someone hopefully. back from the dead, hopefully. <laughs> but uh bring speaking of bringing people, I was trying to get a segue there, but it wasn't that clean. Let's uh bring our boy Brandon Brando Baird into the show. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. Yeah. Good. Uh I'm freshly showered. Uh, hopefully, my camera doesn't overheat this time. Uh, if I get stuck stupid again, just know it's overheated. Yeah, I do appreciate sorry. your face. I mean, it made it through most of the show, but your face last week, towards like the last couple minutes, was just this deeply inquisitive, like thinking, thoughtful face, and I enjoyed it. I thought it was was good for kind of how that show went. Made me good. feel like everything was interesting, like no matter what we were talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah. <laughs> or at I least mean, that you were focused. Question, Wait, read in the room. Yes. Question: Did you pull a Cartman at that point and then just walk out of the room? I I went to bed actually. It was past my bedtime. Damn it! Did yeah, you know you were frozen? I, did you know you were frozen? Uh, I was hoping. I, I could see on my screen like the frame I was in, um, but I completely had my GoPro off, battery out, it in a fan, just cooling it down. Um, yeah, <laughs> it was the best you could. But yeah, Dude, I mean. Uh, We'll talk about more overheating issues that happened, you know, at Seapol this last weekend and a lot more stuff going on the show. We got a great one lined up for you guys tonight, and we do have a special mm -hmm. guest who's waiting quietly in the wings. So, hey, if you're on the video side, you already know who it is. But audio listeners, you got to wait just a couple more minutes because we're going to talk about our sponsors just real quickly. We've got Liquid IV tonight, so hey, here's their regular flavor. It's the lemon lime. It's the one I always enjoy, but they also got the sugar-free as well. Head over to liquidiv.com. Uh, you could use code mafia underscore mafia. You're going to get 20% off there as well as free shipping. Uh, yeah, go check it out. Well, if you guys want more information on that, we're going to talk about it later on in the show as well. Our other sponsor for the night, they're always here. We appreciate them. We enjoy them. Nectar Energy, that is spelled N-E-C-T-R. Thank you, autofocus on the camera. Lined it up nicely there. Uh, we got, you know, the two flavors, uh, mango and ice. I'm going to grab one tonight. Which one should I do, boys? I think it's a mint night. I want mint. That sounds good. Okay, okay. I th I, I was going to say mango, but you know what, Brando? Bra I'll, let you, I'll let you decide. You're the tiebreaker, Brando. Mint? Yeah, all right, yeah, that's two for right. mint. That's an executive decision. Uh, we appreciate them. If you guys want to head over to Nectar, N-E-C-T-R dot energy slash Mafia Productions, you can get more information about the product. Uh, and as well, the Glad IV, we'll talk about them more later on in the show. Mm -hmm. uh, and then last, but definitely not least, our Patreon members. We got to talk about you guys because you guys have the opportunity to win this awesome Nick Laval piece. It is a love all headband. It's part of his signature series. It's got a signature embroidered on it. It's kind of cool. Uh, one of our lovely Patreon members are going to get a chance to win this this month so we'll talk about them more about that and uh the rest of the stuff going on with subscribe, that subscribe get them frosted tips i was just gonna frosted say we tips. also got frosted tips we have the origination of that today so we're gonna talk about that more story and more oh, yeah, later on but uh let me throw this pouch in 
Mm. And let's get into this, guys. So without further ado, it's been long enough. Let's bring our guest into the show. Uh, we got, you know, the newcomer on the block, a face I, you know, been seeing popping up this year. And, uh, you know, he's kind of getting into the game. It's been fun to meet him at events and see the art that he's putting out there. Let's welcome him into the show. We got Shelda Photos or Dan Shelley. What's up, man? Let's go. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Uh, super glad to be here. And, uh, yeah, you're right. Definitely super new onto the scene. Um, this time last year. Here, I don't think anyone knew who I was. Um, you know, besides some folks in like the really lower division that are like really old. Uh, yeah, super excited to be here. Well, yeah, nice. man. I mean, yeah, happy Thanks to have you on. Here, what? What up, Brandon? You good? I don't know. Yeah. You, you started uh, roboting. Lags, okay. Lags, huge lags, yeah. Oh, okay. We have the overheating. God Shit. damn it. <laughs> Brandon, tell him to get off the Wi-Fi. I thought we talked about this. We we're going to, you know, hey. verbal threats are going to escalate to physical violence. All right. Yeah. And then I'm going to end out on the streets. <laughs> end up on the streets. Hey, this show will be more entertaining when you're by like the side of a, of a like house, maybe just kind of out in the middle of nowhere, you know, kind of some people randomly walking by at times. Oh my you're God. Like Starbucks getting, Starbucks getting the, using the Starbucks Wi-Fi to record the show. Yeah, dude, just make sure you don't, don't tell anyone they're looking smug as they're passing by. Um, <laughs> but getting back into this show, uh, we got the originator of, I feel like, the Puka Shell movement that's been going on. It's kind of, I don't know, something fun that's been happening kind of recently in the game. I mean, what what's the story behind that, Dan? Like, you know, that's something that's kind of come out of left field, and it's, uh, you know, it's become a hashtag. It's become something kind of going on in the game. Yeah, it's, it's kind of big. Um, I'll actually drop some news on the show, like, well, it's like breaking news here. Um, but where that came from, so when I started, you know, years ago, I think um, 2003, 2004, it was huge, right? Like, paintball back then was all California-based, and, you know, it was all the kids, it was all, you know, when Ryan Greenspan was blonde hair, and frosted tips, and <laughs> everyone had, like, some type of shell going on. And getting back into it this year, uh, you know, I, I'm still seeing, like, all the old swag that's out there, like, all the Iron Kids, all the broken sandanas, like, that have all the holes in them. People are busting out, like, the old-school JT pants, and it's like, man, you know, like, what can I do to kind of bring something back to the sport that was super important to, to me and my generation? And uh, I, I, just, I saw a picture, like, oh, that's it. It's freaking Puka Shells. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, and so, but no i mean that's just a great point you touched on kind of puka shells do have a legacy in the game um we'll talk about it a little bit more but i i got challenged by one maddie marshall to uh complete the look and in his sentence one of the things he was saying was frosted tips and puka shells have a winning record in paintball so apparently you know it's it's been in the sport it's been a thing you know if, if you want to win you need uh what you got to have like a, a shocker or some shit you got to wear jt stuff and then you got to have puka shells that's what the kind of the formula was way back in the day <laughs> Mm. Exactly. I, I actually, I was looking through some old pictures because like I'm working on, you know, some kind of marketing for what I'm going to do. And I actually found a picture of Matty Marshall with like a, a very small poop shells around the neck. I'm like, oh, mm. there knows, we go. We got one. Yeah. <laughs> got yeah. So, but yeah, it's, it's, it's been cool to see like, uh, you know, a lot of folks are starting to get behind it with a lot of trends, you know, like it starts really small, but then if you have like a big name, that gets behind it and then like people are like okay like if this guy's doing it it's got to be kind of cool oh yeah um so like you know ryan when you posted that and then when maddie responded it just kind of took off yeah um gave it validation like the, a little bit yeah yeah, yeah. Like, shit maddie marshall said so yeah yeah no, no, it's, it's true because like i started to get dms of like hey i just ordered my puka shells or like do you have like a discount code that i can use 
it, it's um, hilarious that I, you say that because last night i literally had someone dm me a picture of their puka shell landing and i wonder if he sent it to you too shout out to pops ryan matthews but uh yeah, yeah, yeah man I, I he's, he's getting into the game yeah. uh and that's funny because that's another guy kind of like yourself who was playing actively in the game when that was you know something that's going on so i guess you know yeah. for him and you it's a little kind of harken back to your childhood era a little bit or you know when you were uh, you know playing in the game a little more yeah and it's cool to like have that piece of you know bringing it back and then it's also cool like you know you go to your local fields there's a lot of younger kids there now like you know teenagers so and kids they don't even know about this right so like <laughs> they feel like oh like why are you guys wearing that and, like we get to talk about it and explain it um and then to see them at the field the following week with a necklace like okay like, yeah. yeah you know what's going on yeah man. it catches on it well and that's a great point because we do have all these kids you know teams that we're starting to see pop up which is great you know thanks to the nxl yeah. starting a kids division and i always give the nxl credit where credit's due that was a great idea now we have more children kind of getting interest into the sport at an earlier age and uh you know we see like uh, i know the infamous kids team we have sack D uh, the dmg kids i know there's uh, like kids. a fit kid teams yeah mmo kids like all over the country now you're seeing these camps of you know 10 to like 13 year olds who are going out there to ball against guys who are the same age and it's it's cool to watch but yeah as you said there it's like they weren't born when that stuff was going on so we got to teach them a little about that history all right all right i gotta say something uh low-key i am one of those kids i i no joke i got into paintball like 2014 yeah right that was yeah way you were alive the prime time i, was I just alive, said they weren't I born know, like... i didn't even know of it yet though so yeah now but you like you you guys are showing me a culture that I didn't get to experience. So, but now not only showing me, you're, we're revamping and I get to be a part of it. Yeah. 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 I just tried to a bit. And really, I feel like the puka shells in general all came from like that California surfer culture, which was just exploding in like the mid to late 90s. Yeah. That was really incredibly popular. And like, you know, everyone like point break, like movies like that literally are kind of just based around that like whole kind of surfer mentality and culture that was becoming very uh, popular at the time. I feel like 2005 Ryan Greenspan, no shirt, couldn't tell if he's a surfer or a paintball player, could not tell. I, did you see? It, he literally yeah. almost died from a tsunami apparently this last week because he wanted to go yeah, surf at some remote island somewhere. I don't know the full story, but that's that's what I've gotten what from flex. it. What a flex. <laughs> that's that's no, your dad now. Come on, calm down, Ryan. Like, you yeah. know, chill, chill out a little bit. He's still living that life, you know, living that Pukashell life from 20 years ago. I guess. Well, and it's funny, you know, because everyone wants to talk about back in the day. They, they you're talking about, you know, the, the the pros of our sport and kind of making them akin to like extreme sport athletes. And some of them are just in a way like, you know, like we were mentioned there with Ryan, cool. like he's done like extreme, you know, like aerial, uh, like snowboarding, like being dropped off the top of a mountain and just sending it like, you know, that's that's kind of that adrenaline stuff. That is probably one of the reasons why he chases the passion for this game so hard. Of course, I'm speaking out of turn here, but you know, it's it's adrenaline and it it, it hooks people as much as dirt biking or snowboarding or motocross hurts. You know, hooks those people in. Yeah, I just I have so much respect for for that man. Uh, he's done so much for our sport and. Like, you know, I think for you guys who, you know, just got into the game, you know, 2013 or 14, go back to Ryan's YouTube page, like hit the reverse and go back to his first few videos. His hips he used to videos? do Hell yeah. He used to do travel <laughs> vlogs. Like, the vlogs, yeah. Gearback yeah. videos? Mm -hmm. No, not even that, like travel vlogs. Like, he would travel the world and he was like diving with sharks and like all the stuff you guys are doing next week. Like, oh, I do remember he, that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. And so, like, he was, you know, scratching that itch, but, like, he always came back to the sport. Like, always, it, it never did it for him. It was always painful that fulfilled it. Um, so, it's, 
yeah it's a it's a big thing yeah no and mm. it's funny you bring those up because yeah that definitely was like that was a part of the youtube rotation that i watched growing up you know it was it was yeah. ryan's vlogs it was uh dan's artifact series stuff it was yeah. uh you know shout out i think it was like social paintball pp nation we're always throwing up the like different montages and stuff by random people so yeah, yeah. it's it a great time for paintball culture i don't know what his yeah. name was but it was like a he was a pretty big paintball youtuber and uh, you guys might not know because it's gonna be i sound so vague but it was a video and uh, it was Matt it was the gym rat? One. Is that, have no. you guys heard of oh, him? Oh, I do love me some Matt the gym rat though, not gonna lie. <laughs> Shut up, Matty. <laughs> but it was, I think his most popular video was, he had like a Pinocchio with like 50 cal. Talk about Mike. Oh, Mike, uh... Tech PB, baby. Yeah. Yes, yep. dude. I remember watching those videos when I was a kid and I was like, dude, this guy, this guy is a legend. This guy Bro, is sick. I, oh my God. Yeah, that just, that's hilarious. You just brought back some nostalgia there kids you don't know what we're talking about we're talking about mike phillips from tech pb go look that up on youtube right now and see what we had as kids to watch on youtube because that's that you know that was what we had in the game back then that was when yeah. like shooting fast was like cool you know like yeah uh, it was like if a you could skill shoot a paintball gun, yeah yeah if you could shoot a paintball gun super fast oh you were next level i remember people would like get their guns turn the eyes off and try to run a stat on their gun to see what, how high the BPS could get. Yeah. yeah. And that was like, you have to like train your fingers to like kind of, you know, walk, walk or run the trigger. Some people oh, call it way back be, then. This is going to be so cringe. When I was yeah. in high school and I was playing paintball, I had an app on my phone. <laughs> Yo, I had, I had, had the same yeah. exact shit, bro. I had the same, I had the same like exact this, shit. It's not cringe if we've all done it, all right? (laughs) Thank God, thank God. You know, I I actually one up that. Um, Anyone ever played Greg Hastings Tournament Paintball for Xbox or Xbox? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I got really into that game, and there was a controller mod where you could actually, like, screw a trigger, like, onto the R trigger, and so you could, like, actually, like, kind of walk your trigger. Like, you're holding the controller, like... But you have like a scythe trigger kind of like on your, that's pretty funny actually. I I did like, uh, you know, I actually, I went back and I played those games recently and on the controller, it was kind of cool how they made each of the, like the shoulder button and the trigger both like hit the gun. So it kind of felt like that action of, you know, walking a little bit. Uh, There's a lot of things that are wrong with that game, but hey, it was made (laughs) in the 2008. So we're, we don't complain. It fulfilled the Monday through, you know, Saturday, not at the field. That's a hundred percent. Well, and what was cool is that game really did grow in like a online type scene. Like it, it was, um, you know, that was like the early days, of like Xbox live and in services like that. Yeah. So, so uh, good. Yeah. Stuff that so I was not good. there for, but <laughs> I just got to, yeah. I, I think that's always the sad part too, is cause I look back at the time when I joined in and started figuring out about this stuff, I was just a couple years too late and then. Once the gold, once the golden days were done, they were done. They were they didn't come back. In fact, things got really dark for a while there. Dude, like same, same. Sorry, it was just same. But the fact that my dad was tied to the sport for so long, and just yeah, I wish he forced me into it Shout when out I was to young. Papa Iron Man. Yeah, like, I saw. I just missing everything. I ran into Mike again this uh, this weekend. So hey, what's what's up, Machine Gun Mike? Hope, uh, hope you got a good write-up for this show. That's one of the features. We haven't talked about this on the public version. So for the Patreon members, uh, if, if you sign up, 
my brandon's dad gives a complete write-up and review of the show including the amount of times that hatch drops the f-bomb every single show and it's it's almost content that's Certain not becoming phrases. a part of the paid membership for patreon so uh yeah if you guys want to go get signed up there's other reasons too but that's we definitely one of them here shout out stats. to mike we got stats yeah <laughs> we got the, the bad mike uh report of the week or something like that we'll got to make a segment for that so uh, but good. super quick speaking of stats do you know your channel has over 5.8 million views yes that's and crazy i i, I so yes and crazy. no because I think again when I look at it through it, I look at it through the lens of I was I grew up on YouTube when like having 5.8 million views that would have been insane because they yeah. would have all been long form like regular video views. Shorts just kind of throws you know like random yeah. wrenches into there and don't get me wrong like yeah you got to post shit and you got to work you got to get stuff out there for it to be seen. Um, but it definitely feels weird. It almost feels like like view botting in a way where it's like you know if the algorithm just likes it for like. You know almost seemingly no reason like there are reasons but it's so hard to figure them out it's like okay that one just took off and and sent hmm. still 5.8 million eyeballs on paintball though there we yeah, go you know, you baby. Want. Well, i like and, that and if i mean if and if you want a crazier stat dan i have one video on tiktok that's 52.8 or something like that it's a video of ronnie and like yeah you know like we're, we're getting eyes on the sport it's just it sucks that the short view like people it's all just quick yeah. scroll throughs so it's like yeah they saw it but did they actually like engage with it and or kind of figure out what the game is or come into the game um i think that is the conversion rate is kind of hard you know and that's, yeah that's yeah that's that's i mean that's digital marketing that's all that side is like trying to get people to actively like come into your link or whatever you're showing them that's something like i can talk about for hours like i'm fascinated with that stuff because, you know, I, I think we can all probably have share something similar, like what got us all into the sport, right? Like for me, a million years ago, walk in a grocery store and be like, holy shit, like what's that magazine? I'm like, this guy holding like some type of gun with a map, like he looked cool, kept walking. And the next week back at the grocery store, like, okay, like I'm going to stop and pick this up. And it's like, it was that quick 10 second thing, but it kept me thinking about it all week. And so maybe that one Ronnie video had a few kids like, what is this like maybe there's a cool song in there like maybe that's ryan great. looks badass in it you know that's yeah. a great point no and i think that's why we're seeing a kind of res uh, renaissance of paintball um yeah because totally. a lot of the social media type change that's been going on i mean when i came back in 2017 i'll always say this really you know when you look at the finals now like you see what maybe 20 different blue blueberries out there you know guys in blue shirts everyone's trying to get media so many I, I was over there for the 2017 World Cup. It was a final between Impact and I don't even remember the other team. Dude, there was maybe four guys on the field. It was like Gary Baum, Quitman, like Pineapple Productions, uh, and like maybe two other guys that I just, I don't know or I didn't know at the time. Yeah. And then, you know, the Go Sports guys. And that was it. And, and so we've definitely seen more interest in the game. We've seen more eyes on the game. My yeah. biggest thing is since we've we've seen that growth in you know that accelerated uh kind of excitement in the game we still haven't really seen necessarily the impacts of that due to you know some of the things i think hatch reached out to people to ask today of you know like you know like things we mentioned on the show like just people not realizing that like corporate sponsors have been to events and then they walk through the divisional pits and they don't want to be involved with it anymore like that that's something that sadly has happened a couple times um you know we've had corporate sponsors who's come in fulfilled their contract and then not wanted to resign 
these are things that have yeah. happened and it's like you know we're kind of shooting ourselves in the foot it's a very valid point that we are you know we're, more people are seeing the sport more people are actively asking questions of what is that you know is that something i want to get interested in i just don't think we're converting on it as well as we should be yeah 100 and honestly like i would love to talk about that topic that you posted on your instagram story earlier yeah, yeah i kind of figured you were like okay that's gonna line that for tonight <laughs> yeah i got some i got some good ones on there so it's, are we starting are we starting on that yeah i guess we could jump into that i mean right, you know just to kind of bring it up hatch just posted on his instagram story today just to kind of get you know some general consensus of like what people think is currently holding back the game um i know you said mm -hmm. you had like a couple you know excited people jump in there so yeah let us know what's going on with that all right, all right. so i'll start i'll start uh from the very first one i got today so this one guy this one guy uh from struggle oh it's my boy who's who has helped me out in the in the pits shout out um in excel for divisionals then in parentheses path to pro and parentheses create region slash divisions for the pros with home field matches mm -hmm. so i see what you're saying i'm kind of yeah I'm, yeah I'm kind of too dumb for that one. Can you kind of explain that one to me, Ryan? So yeah, essentially what he's saying mm. is, you know, so so I guess to for people who out there may be confused, the question that you posed was what is holding back the sport? And so this guy's answer, it essentially sounds like to me, is just, you know, instead of having all these travel requirements or these, you know, crazy, you have to go, look, if you're a California team, you're going to the East Coast three, four times, maybe a year. Like that's just, wow. that happens. We, we pay a lot in flight fees. Whereas like, you know, if you're in, south north carolina shout out will and matt you guys don't fly as far you drive sometimes so love you boys but uh yeah no so it, you know it's just one of those things that that happens due to you know needing national levels of competition um and so i think what you know what he's saying is essentially just like if you break it down into regions where it's like you know this is the you know west coast region and it's more kind of like a sports team where you know there's like friday night games and it's like hey you know, the impact's coming in to play freaking Pacific uh, Thunder or something this weekend in Oregon or something. Um, I think that would be an awesome thing. I just, I don't know. Like, that isn't necessarily something we've tried in our sport, which I don't think is a bad thing. Like, we definitely need to be trying different things. Experiment like, with it, maybe. You know, you know, yeah, maybe if the solution is a season type thing, but I don't know. Like, <laughs> I think we were close with it a long time ago, and I could be wrong here, but I feel like somewhere towards the end of the NTPL days, they tried to break up the pro teams by region. And so like at the time, uh, I think it was like the New England Hurricanes or of course in the I, Northeast. I vaguely they, remember this, yeah. Yeah, and like, uh, it was the Oakland Assassins was out by you guys, Dynasty, of course, Iron Men. Um, and I think that's how some of their tournaments were played is by their, whatever their region. That's how the NFL is, right? And then if you make it out of your bracket, and then you move on. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like it was. I think they were starting it, but then that's when the MP, MPPL, I think, folded. I think. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I think, I mean, I think this may be a good thing before we get on to future things. Like, you know, what are your guys' opinions about it? And I'd be happy to go first because I honestly believe we're seeing a repeating cycle of some of the reasons that Paintball died in 08. Um, you know, yes, there was a Black Swan event, there was a, you know, housing recession that. Some people say you couldn't have seen coming, but if you looked at stuff, it would have been very easy to read. None of us just looked at those things at the time. Um, but but yeah, so essentially, you know, Black Swan event, that sucks. The money, funding, all that instantly dried up, gone. But at the same time, I think back in those days, we saw a lot of people essentially trying to take their slice of the pie and and 
make it so that they own that slice so that way you know they have that locked down but the problem then becomes they're so scared of losing that market share that they do things that kind of actively hurt the game in a way or you know mm. maybe they help grow it but they grow it from a standpoint of just their pie slice so it's like you know you're you're kind of hurting yourself for the 10 year profit by looking at what you can make in the next couple of years whereas you know let's say things like the NFL NBA those type of leagues they've been going for you know sometimes 80 90 100 years in some of these cases so obviously you know the money wasn't wasn't there in the 30th year and that's that's yeah. the level we're at with paintball mm. is we still need to grow to a level where it's not only sustainable but it you know you do start to have these people coming in and noticing and that unfortunately is not a five-year solution it's more a 10 20 year solution which is horrible and i would love it to go it's faster to think about but that's you know it's the long game of setting yourself up in the future for once you know yeah your your market share might not grow in two years but in 20 years if that whole pie is worth a billion dollars well your 20 percent is now worth 200 million dollars like and not just you know 20 dollars or whatever it was you know previously for this example um mm. so that's i guess my kind of opinion on it i do think we have some people who want the game to grow but for more selfish reasons to put money in their pocket and not necessarily in a like it's gonna help us out in the future now that sounds confusing because yes if it grows it does help them out but i think they do short-sighted actions for that i always go back to slam ball making 11 million dollars to be showed on tv right now while the rider strikes going on this is dudes jumping off trampolines on a basketball court come on motherfuckers like god we're shooting paint bullets at each other <laughs> like <laughs> yeah gelatinous bullets bro come on <laughs> Like, I mean, uh, God, how much more passionate could I be? Uh, especially I mean, when they describe it, they're like, oh, they're coming at you at 200 miles per hour or something like that. It's like, bro, that is a crazy statistic to think about. Yeah. Like, if a, a car were to hit you at 200 miles an hour, <laughs> boy, you're, you're, you're donezo, dude. I've seen plenty of those Reddit videos. <laughs> at 280? That's what you're Maybe you not see? that fast, but man, I've seen some crazy things on Reddit. Yeah, ha we don't we, we don't look at uh, Hatch's Reddit history. It would just depress you. No, but I do love me some public freakouts. You should definitely burn your hard drive before you get rid of that computer. That's what that that's luckily that's why I have Brando. No, no, no. Yeah, l l let me get a Peepsy before you <laughs> burn it. Brando, you need to get a no, Peepsy before no. you delete C. <laughs> <laughs> no, sledgehammer. That's how we delete C. Um, yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> we, we fucking we break those discs. Uh, but yeah, I mean, so y your guys' opinions on it? I mean, like, I kind of want to bring Brando in just because he does never talk. What, like, what do you think, Come man? On, like, what what's holding back the game from? I guess your perspective in it. <clears throat> Um, I mean, it, it, it seems like there, there's a lot of, I don't want to say little things, but so many things, uh, you, with, I, so I looked up when, when did the NFL become popular? Um, when it kind of overtake, you know, become a national kind of, kind of thing, uh, saw that, that when it. Uh, a competitor came on the scene, the AFL, you know, uh, now all of a sudden the NFL has to start um, um, making changes, you know, to, to, to see a competitor making, making changes to the game, making it better, um, bringing more eyes. Now all of a sudden they got to uh, do something different, you know, mm -hmm. uh, pull the competition. Attention. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Raise the, raise yeah, yeah. the bar. Exactly. Um, I, I think competition will be key for that as well. Uh, 
Uh, I don't I don't know if any other regional leagues wants to compete on the national level though. That's the I think, thing. I think I know one yeah. who might, but that's about it. Yeah. Might, yeah. No, see, see there's. Oh, I just. Nope. Are you na- what? No, what? I don't. I don't know what you said there. I'm that ta- might get bleeped. I'm, um, thinking, a, I'm thinking a different one. Okay. Oh, I I think I know it's what you're thinking of well as well because yeah, there are definitely people who would love to. I think you make yeah. a great point, Brandon. Competition. I mean, it honestly it would people. force the NXL to have to make changes, whether they're you know the right changes, or wrong changes. I don't know, but it would be you know they would have to try something at that point. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I mean, and that's what we saw with the MPPL PSP days, like. We had dope yeah. events. I wonder why. Like, yeah, we were burning money. Ten events a year. We were burning and money, but at the same that. time, like, they had to because they had to get people in and a part of their, you know, uh, tournament series or event or whatever hotness that was going on instead of the other one that was across the street. Or not across yeah. the street, but figuratively, you get what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You pick and choose kind of thing. You, um, yeah, you want you, you, they want you at their event. Uh, I think that, yeah, that, that'll, that'll be key. But, um, again, that it's, I think it's going to make the scene, like the competitive scene a little bigger, um, mm. uh, help the competitive scene, which then in turn, I would hope brings, uh, more sponsors and whatnot. Cause the, the, the numbers, the, uh, the amount of people that at tournaments would be more, um, I would hope sponsors, you know, look into that. I'm not, I'm not the biggest on on those numbers. I don't know. Uh, Brandon cuts people open for a living. He doesn't really know the whole like marketing side of things. So I'm gonna you know, win the nah. lottery and just hire people to do it. <laughs> sounds, good, good luck good. with that. There we go. I'll, I'll be your marketing guy. That's what I do. My God, dude. <laughs> That's Dan Bukashelli, dude. Let's go. Got a team right here. For sure. Jesus. Um. Well, no, and and kind of something that we're seeing going on now with the hormesis one-on-one stuff is we are seeing kind of a format that people are getting excited about organic uh, organically um i would say yeah the first couple of events people were like okay this is more uh, you know ugh, i can't speak this is hormesis we'll see you know how it goes is it fun or not and then people got there and they're like okay this is fucking dope like this is a yeah. cool format this is a fun event that we enjoy being at and spectating because uh, it seems a lot of the people who go even who aren't necessarily participating are still having a blast at these events um so yeah i mean that'd be dope if we started seeing you know hormesis be able to maybe not you know this year because i know they're kind of they have their schedule of stuff but you know in future years start to bring that to a bigger platform to Mm. where there is you know more opportunities for people to play a high level of competitive paintball yeah hxl hormesis x-ball league and then you can't nah. forget the IXL. The IXL, that's another <laughs> digital paintball. Well, I'll just be that's playing tournaments one. digitally. It oh, was funny. Dude, okay. Remember Sorry. When I, I, remember when I said that shit? Yeah, you did. And well, it's funny because then I, I win the first one that ever happened. Shout out Logan, by the way. I don't think we ever talked about that on the show, but yeah, that, nah. that, that happened. That was sick. I think it, ha- I think it happened after oh, the last show. That's true. So we'll have to bring that up later. But um, the main thing I was, I was going to bring up there is someone on one of my TikTok comments was like, so why are you shooting the whole time? And I was like, I'm not, I'm not paying for this paint. <laughs> like, bro, I get four pods. Like, I'm gonna shoot all four. Like, it's digital, fam. Mm. So yeah, that, that shit cracked me up about that. But yeah, I mean, hell, even stuff like that might, you know, start to see a bigger aspect of the game. So like, if I can jump in there, uh, when I heard about that for me, that to me that was like, boom, that's the ticket to like get us to explode. Because if you look at, um, I compare the Hormesis or the one-on-one to like the UFC, right? 
You've mm-hmm. got so much buildup of like Conor McGregor versus so-and-so. You can build that yeah. up for weeks and for months. You can get their backstory. You can get a whole media team out there to like, you know, watch this guy train, yeah. you know, watch him go through the struggles. And then now you could have that feature that like, hey, next month we're in Las Vegas. We're going to have, here's the main event. Here's, mm-hmm. you know, Oliver versus Nick LeBall, whatever it is. Yeah. Like that's, that's where in my eyes where the sport is kind of missing is people get connected to people's stories, right? Like mm-hmm. think back to the first protein that you ever liked. There's a reason why there's probably a person or a Jersey or something about them that like, you're like, Ooh, I kind of like that. I want to learn more about that. Definitely. And I think we're missed. We're missing that in the sport. And I think mm-hmm. that format has the ability to do that. And I think I also think everyone's good. Oh, I mean, no, finish up your thought there, please. Um, the other thing I was going to say is we've always talked about like every other sport has one ball, right? Like basketball, football, and, center like, football, focal point. Yeah. Yep. I, yep. Yeah. But with this, with so many camera angles out there, you can kind of put the focus on like one angle or like almost a one ball in a way. Um, so yeah, I just think there's so much potential for this to really propel our sport into where we need to go. Cause then you can have a single player that is now sponsored by, um, you know, random companies because they want to be featured on that. They want mm-hmm. them to have all the yeah, outside if that guy's, on their jerseys. Yeah, if he's better, he plays more rounds at the event and their company's name is seen more times during that event. Like, you're, you're, I, I, I love your, your kind of thought process there because that's, that's essentially what it breaks down to is, you know, UFC is able to sell tickets because McGregor is, you know, he goes to a press conference and he says, who the fuck is that guy? Now everyone wants to yeah. see those two guys fight. Well, Unfortunately, yeah. I feel like the NXL kind of handicaps us in a way. They yeah. this is a hard one. I I think they look at it through a lens of old school, like kind of, you know, don't be too brash, don't be too bold. You need to be respectful. Um, you know, everything needs to be like kind of cut and clear, and that that works and all. But like, how much money did the WWF and WWE make when Hulk Hogan was cutting promos with all these dudes? Like, you know, the, yeah the records are there like it's a scoreboard type thing at this point like when people are able to express their emotions and sell a character or a story humans buy into that because that's what we give a fuck about like people care about basketball because they care about lebron and you know like the storyline of him still playing into you know his later part of his career and will guys like jason tatum or you know jimmy butler be able to you know take him off his throne like that's why they care about the game like Okay, granted, you may have a 2% of the fan base who's like, I am just a diehard basketball fan. I've loved this game my whole life. You're going to have those guys. But yeah. a majority are people who have been taught about the stories, taught about, you know, the the personalities who then get invested and, you know, buy $250 seats so they can show up at a game, buy $60 jerseys so they can look cool at their, you know, event, buy NBA League Pass so they can watch every single game that they want. Like, Dude, that's so much monetization you just received from one fan because they bought into the story. Yeah, you're, you're spot on. And I think as you're saying that, I kind of got my wheels thinking too. Like the NBA is now doing, I'm not a big basketball fan, but I know they're doing that whole courtside thing where you can pay to like have a virtual like seat uh, courtside essentially. Yeah. Like, <laughs> to bring that so experience that. to more people. That's wild. Because that's something that yeah. normally they'd only be able to sell to 40 individuals. But now they can sell, you know, they can have one camera and a seat and sell that seat to 80 different people. So it's like, yeah, these these sports companies are very good at making Holy money, guys. And we just, we don't, I, I don't think we, we take enough of the, uh, 
like we just look at the big things they do like oh they're on tv they sell their licensing rights to tv that's how they make money no no that's that's the surface that's what gets them going that's what helps pays the players and and stuff like that but league owners and team owners make money from all of these things that i just mentioned making products around the game that people want to invest into selling something like this that's normally seven bucks for twenty dollars at an event you know yeah, yeah and, you know what? We need some more foam fingers in paintball. We hey, need you more know foam what? fingers. That's why shout out uh, Atlanta Falcons and their whole like real cost pricing. Uh, that's the one thing I like about Georgia. But you know, like yeah. then it, it creates opportunities in the market for stuff like that. But you know, I, you make a great point there. Just having you know all of those ways to make revenue and stuff. It it it's the type of thing like you know uh, I'm trying to think of a good thing like hey paintball people if it's a 1v1 all right that's gonna be you know it, you have to go out there and perform 5v1 now just one of those dudes got to get a kill you know like and it's still a successful type of operation so that's you know kind of the analogy i could make back uh, into the game a little bit yeah. and it's also you can have way more camera people it's only two guys you have to focus on right yeah, it's a, yeah. when it's the one-on-ones there's only two yeah. guys oh and, and i like, wasn't even talking about from you know? a filming standpoint i was trying to make a like business metaphor like you know if you have five yeah. options to be successful well and only one of them needs to be successful then to help you know make the whole thing grow whereas you put all your baskets in one or all your eggs in one basket that's not going to work out as well um but yeah no that, a that's a great point too smaller fields two players yeah. better angles it's like it's and plus like, like dan was saying with the story once the round's over, someone gets hit, the cameras are following them. I saw it. I saw uh, Dylan filmed it. I saw him doing it. The second the point was well, over, that's because of Dylan. Back, shout out Dylan. <laughs> yeah, shout out Dylan. He is doing some amazing things, seriously. Unfortunately, he uh, just left tour. Oh, well, yeah. but. <laughs> but they got Danny on it, uh, DQ now. So Danny Quinn, which is, I mean, dude, he's been, he was a member of Dirter back in the day. So like, yeah, guy knows what he's doing as well. So, and, and I like that they're doing that. They are kind of breaking it up and having different artists come in and kind of take their, you know, interpretation of what the vlog series is and stuff like that. Different style. Uh, Everybody has different style. <laughs> yeah. I, I like the comparison between the UFC. It's a one-on-one. Um, but I, if you guys want seen the the ultimate fighter like the 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 series i don't know if it's still going but yep the, behind the scenes mcgregor's currently yeah, but, a coach in it right now okay yeah so it's, it's still one going. of the biggest seasons uh, they've had created like in a while <laughs> perfect like i mean i just thinking like i maybe we could turn each tournament into uh an ultimate fighter you know show you know kind of kind of thing instead of just just showing the 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 match or whatever you could you could, I don't know, hopefully follow players around uh, uh, and follow their storyline throughout the tournament, you know, between between each other. Yeah, and I think the, the argument for that could be is, you know, like the time and money investment that it would take to do something like that. Yeah. But that gets a lot easier when you need to follow 20 guys versus, you know, 160 yeah. that are currently on teams. Like, yeah. you know, when you just look at the, the numbers amount, like, uh, take you know f1 for example they only had to focus on 20 guys and not even everyone wanted to be in it so they only had to focus on 12 guys or something like that so you're able to split that screen team or screen time up a lot more whereas dude paintball we have like 30 or 40 different like huge influential figures that people want to hear from which is great that's actually like that is a good thing that we have those guys in a sport and that we have people who um you know are fans of the top level players uh but you know if if we want to pare that down and, and make it kind of the more ultra refined high level talent and then let those guys run free and talk their shit like guys 
do you guys want a show where you get to see Colt Lucow going from a whole entire 1v1 like the shit he's talking mic'd up in the points you know what his pit communications are like with uh, Johnny and maybe like you know a couple other guys for fit like that how many people out there would want to watch something like that and that's essentially kind of what the hormesis format is that they're setting up and i think that yeah. could be a very entertaining and, and great thing for the sport and like with the ufc uh, any them into the pit oh my bad dan go ahead no i'll say the, the, like anything with that what you're doing is you're creating a hero and a villain right yeah and people heels. are gonna always pick a side or like i love the hero or i love you know exactly exactly sorry go ahead so uh well shit and i forgot what i was talking about uh, let me i mean oh, i yeah, can yeah, jump yeah. in so, okay no go for it then so with the with with it being kind of related to the ufc you know it's like when the point's over and they're going back to their sides right you can see the mental fortitude the grit that everybody's yeah. having while they're filling up their air while they're getting pods on their back you know just like how in the ufc when you know when they're when they're kind of like like leaning against the leaning against the back end their coaches are talking to them like okay yo this is what he's doing he's he's using his focus focus there we go he's like <laughs> uh he's like yo this guy you're just pummeling this guy's left leg just keep hitting that left leg right you know what i'm saying does that make any sense yeah well totally, like, you see that moment where like oh i'm down three points this is that oh shit moment where if i don't turn this around like i'm done and then yeah, you can exactly. see that momentum that game. Moment. yeah yeah absolutely yeah well and it's <laughs> so i mean I actually so all right so this is kind of a funny kind of personal anecdote about all the wwe stuff and the reason why i've been looking into wrestling a lot recently so uh there's actually a person that i grew up with and competed in dance with uh you know i think i've said that on here before that i did that shit back in the day uh one of the girls that i was on and i mean spent a lot of time with on teams and shit when i was growing up is now a member of the wwe she fights underneath the name maxine dupree and uh, she recently just competed and had her first like fight in the ring she's been building up a character for like two years to finally get to that point but it eventually got to where it was just such a you know popular character and people wanted it and so she went from the small little starter series to now she's on monday night raw and she's a mm -hmm. face and there's a heel who's against her and you know it's just the the basics of storytelling and that's kind of what i've seen her yeah. now lay out over instagram and stuff and you know all these things that they've been doing so it it is a working formula it does work uh i i don't think you necessarily need to make it fiction because people do say you know well wrestling's fake there's a storyline to it you can still have those elements in a real true story i feel like i agree i mean skyrim's yeah. fake, and i still enjoy that god damn it <laughs> what i'm gonna you know? give you applause on that one that's that kind of good you'll we'll get that there we go you know uh, but yeah man uh all right so yeah i uh you know I, I, I kind of like that, you know, that take, you know, seeing more competition. That's something that's holding back the game. But that's crazy that we stemmed freaking 20 minutes of conversation there off of Brandon's answer to a question. Guys, Brandon did it. He talked and Let's he got go. us into a tangent. Let's go, Brandon. Yes. That, was, that was only one of his responses. He hasn't even gotten to mine yet. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, all right. oh, oh that's go. true, because I was going to ask Dan and then, yeah, Hash. But uh, all right, so that was Brandon's was competition, seeing more, you know, more tournaments, more events, more ways for people to either elevate their game or elevate the other tournaments game. Um, so, okay, Dan, what's kind of, I mean, your take on what we're being held back by right now? Yeah, so I think my thing, so I've either played or watched or been a fan pretty much my whole entire life at this point, and I've seen so many, almost every year, like, the question comes up, you're like, how do we grow the sport? What do we do to get it on ESPN? And 
every single year, and you're starting to see it change now, but every year people are like, oh, we have this idea, like do this, do that, do this, that. And they, it just stops. No one does anything with it. You know, like mm-hmm. Ryan, Ryan Greenspan was on his show earlier this year, and he was like, everyone's blowing up the chat. All these ideas, like, why aren't you doing anything about it? I think Tom Cole was on the episode, and Tom was like, here's my email, tom at nxl.com. Email me right now with your ideas. Let's do it. So I say all that because I don't – people have a lot of great ideas. They're just not taking that next step to, like, go execute it. Um, I think for, for me – Seeing the age of the sport, right? I think the median age in the pros is what? High 20s, low 30s, I think right now? It's, it's creeping yeah. into like the middle 30s even. It's, yeah, it's oh, getting up shit. there. It's, yeah, so right. And so like if we're not doing things on the opposite end to get people at the sport at a younger age, like it's going to, we're going to burn at some point. And so I think what we're doing with 50 Cal is great. I think what gel blaster, with having gel blaster there and like that type of thing to get kids introduced at the field, at the events, the space, see how much how much fun they're having is great. Um, I, there's still more, right? And so mm-hmm. to back up my own actions, back up my own words, I was thinking like, damn, what can I do? Like, what can I do to help grow the sport? Um, and so I, I think, Maki, we may have talked about this. I wrote a book last year, it's a children's book. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, like, why not? there's no paintball books out there for kids. Like how many paintball moms and dads go home you know, on the weekends, they have little kids and they can't show them what they do. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, like, or hey, mom, kinda, why do you have all these? Yeah, they, they don't have a good way to explain it, really, or break it down. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And so I was thinking, like, man, everything that, like, the gel blasters and their competitors are doing is so great because we're taking that age from, what is it, 10 to 12. We're kind of sliding it down to, like, 8 Six, to 10. 7, kind of, yeah. <laughs> but there's nothing earlier than that right and so like mm. all those parents that have kids that are younger than that there's nothing you can do um so like, that's what i want to do and so i partnered up with um ryan greenspan and dynasty this year and we have a children's book coming out at world cup to help bring kids in at a much younger age that's so start bad. that so it's i say all that because like if you have an idea like just try to go after it, you know, like throw it out there, see if it sticks, you know, email somebody, email Tom, say like, Hey, what do you need help with? Well, let's jump on a conference call. Like, here's the ideas that I have that I can help with. Mm-hmm. People are so open to, we know, like we want our sport to grow. People are so passionate about growing it. Like let's turn these ideas into a next step. Yeah. I, so I, I, I think the overall point I, I very much agree with. I do think there needs to be more action in the game. I think the problem becomes too sometimes when when we do kind of formulate these ideas and these plans, they become so grandiose and kind of hyperbolic that it's like well, we can never really achieve those, and then so we kind of never try. So yeah, like I I do agree from the standpoint of you know like you know take me from example. I the thing I realized I could do is I could create content and I could put it out there. I mean shit, I've posted almost a thousand different reels of paintball content now like you know that that's what i've been doing and working on and you you don't have to do stuff like that but even you know things like i don't know just trying to get the sport out there to more people sharing a video like simple things like that like seeing a funny you know post of whether it's our podcast play the game speaker span center 50 in the pits like any of these guys who are creating content for the game and helping to grow that and expose that and share that because that's the thing I've always said with any sort of this type of media stuff is uh, is a rising tide lifts all boats. Like, you know, if, if more people are just actively interested, there's going to be more eyes. There's going to be more, you know, 
for the honest truth, just money to go around to support people to create more content and to create bigger and better brands and things. Yeah, you're spot on. And I think um, it was kind of back to um, what Brando said earlier. I think he said it about like competition breeds competition, right? Like mm-hmm. if we, if it's only well, you know, a random company, if it's only Lone Wolf out there, they have a lock on everything, right? But if we have another company out there, like an ANS or a BFP gear, whoever it is, they're now going to compete and they're going to raise each other's games. So like, okay, they're putting out content every week. Well, let's see if we can put out two pieces of content every week. And not even from a... Not even from like a content standpoint, just from a consumer standpoint, you know, let's say there's only lone wolf paintball. Well, they're probably going to charge a couple more dollars for their markers than they would have to. But if BFP comes in here and now charges, you know, what they can when still be profitable, well, then that now puts pressure on them. And, and really it's the consumer at the end of the day who does win. I do kind of feel, you know, a little sympathetic because obviously we do need these companies in the game. And so them just driving yeah. each other out of business obviously isn't good. Uh, there needs to be some sustainability. Uh, but yeah, you know, general competition, general, uh, you know, making it so there's not just one monopoly in town is usually better for the uh, the consumer themselves. Yeah, to- I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Hatch. So we've heard everyone else's. What's what's your thought? What's what's holding Man. back paintball, brother? You know, I don't know. That's why I read everybody else's. <laughs> God damn, I hate you. <laughs> that was such a good opportunity to say puka shells, but it's okay. Puka shells. There we go. Hatch just phones it in. If it's not Crocs, he's yeah. Do the power of editing. Yeah, Crocs. I'm, I'm surprised one. Hatch hasn't attacked you for no Crocs yet, but that's yeah. You know. I, I was gonna get to that in a little bit, but I was gonna get to that. He's trying to build rapport first and then break it yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. So, so let me tell you something, Dan. A wise man once told me, "If you ain't crocking, you ain't rocking, bro." And that's on a throw pillow. <laughs> that's on yeah. a throw pillow. <laughs> but do you rock with Crocs? I mean, do you rock with Crocs with the socks? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Sometimes. Crocs with the socks uh, when I'm in when I'm in Philly, dude, sometimes the Crocs will get a little sweaty, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I got to put the socks, you know, give myself some, try to avoid that rubber friction, you know, because sweat on skin on plat on like rubber, dude, that ain't good, you know. Yeah, it's not, so, it's not a good vibe. Since we started recording this, I've had a message from Trent Mason from PB Fit. Uh, last row Lopez and they're all Crocs related. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Sounds you've like been you uh, you've been what fighting the color? offensive over there. Yeah, you're just what catching you it from it? Will, from those guys. Like everyone's pulling it in for you. What, what were you gonna say, Hash? Oh, uh, I don't remember. Were you asking color or something? <laughs> I, it oh was yeah, something yeah. Like what's, that. what's up, Dan? What, what color Crocs would you rock, bro? That's a great question. Uh, you see, probably like, white or... would have customs. Would have like you know, so like flash. If I had to go stock, it'd probably be white or blue. Um, <laughs> but tall. I'm a sucker, like. It's kind of, it's all blurry. I've got I got some sneakers back here. A little bit of a sneaker guy. Okay. Um, I could do like a neon yellow, like something super bright, where it's just like boom, puts your focus right there. Uh-huh. Um, I'd also get down with like some shell the photos if I could do like a custom thing on it, like my logo on it. I'm oh, pretty bad. I mean that's that's the goal. I'm gonna be honest. That's kind of my dream sponsor. If Crocs ever reaches out to us, uh, I'm gonna take that too, and I'm just gonna bro. retire, guys. I'm just gonna I'm gonna wear Crocs. <laughs> I'll post like my one croc photo or something I have to do a day and then yeah, you'll just never hear from me again. That's the plan. I love my fiance. My fiance hates crocs one. Um, <laughs> but when she found out that they have, I think they call them crutes. They're like croc boots. It was like, oh yeah. Oh, if yeah, you want to come home God. tonight, 
Anyway. You never, never talk about Kirby. <laughs> all right. Well, okay. I can kind of maybe get the crew not like, like. All right. I I like well, them, but I could kind of see why someone's like, don't do that. But regular Crocs, though. Boots, cowboy theme. You know, could kind of play it up a little bit. I see what you're I saying. Agree. I see what you're saying. I, I just Crocs in general. They're the ultimate shoe. You need to go do they're something quick amphibious. outside. Go grab your Crocs. You need to go run a yeah. half marathon. Put them in sport mode. They'll fucking stay on. You need to ref a paintball tournament. Get in there. 105 mm-hmm. degree uh-huh. heat. They're gonna stand up. They're rubber, bitch. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> That's where I love like this community so much, right? Because like we talk about the puka shells kind of popping off a little bit. Like, I think it was after uh, I don't know Florida. My shoes were just like wrapped. I'm like, man, I need something that I can throw my gear bag for the event and like not even think about like smelling my stuff. Mm. And so I post like, what do I get? And then that's how it all started. It was like Crocs, Crocs, Crocs. And I'm like, mm. I was thinking like, man, okay, if I'm on the pro field with Crocs and I've got 30 seconds to run across the field and I like trip and fall. And that's where it kind of started to pick up steam of like, I'm pretty yeah. sure there's even higher quality ones where you can like put some serious straps on the back. They have like a four floor. by four mode. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Not know, just sport mode. Yeah. They like clamp yeah. in. I have seen some dope mods. I saw one that looked, it was like a spoiler on the tail. Plus there was like headlights <laughs> yeah. as two of the giblets. And I was like, oh, that's yeah. kind of fire. That's hot. <laughs> on my Crocs. Yeah. Do you guys know what my accessories on my Crocs? You have an actual accessory? Oh, I've seen. Yeah, no, okay. Glow I've seen in the these. dark ball sacks. <laughs> he has croc nuts. <laughs> you know, truck nuts for crocs. On the, on, <laughs> that just hang off the back and just Dude, jingle. The things That's people awesome. 3D print, man. And it sounds no joke like uh, I don't know if you guys played like Le- Lego Star Wars or anything like that. But when your character dies, that's what that sounds like. Oh, in, like, the. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. that kind of like brick falling apart Every time sound. I would walk around, it sounds like that. That's kind of funny, actually. Okay. I vaguely know what you're talking about. So, All right. shout out to Crocs. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. if if we get puka shells and we wear puka shells, will you get Crocs and wear Crocs? Mm. He's driving a hard bargain it right now. It sounds like we need to make a deal right here, right now. Because essentially, I'm seeing like we have a half the screen. This half wears puka shells. This half currently is it. So, what does it take for those two men to become a part of the nation? Man. All right, I can be down with that. You yeah. do get puka shells. But here's the thing. It's two things. You've got to wear them on the show religiously, and you have to wear them at NXL events. I ain't even going to take them off. Done. Yes, done. Off. Done. done. Deal. All right, this so I guess live on the show. show. Ink's been signed. Yeah. That's, a, that's a verbal contract. Uh, not actually verbal i'm meaning like the verbal actually the word shout out to verbal by the way but uh that's a verbal contract uh these men have signed it so these two will buy crocs and this man below me will buy himself or wait no those two will buy puka shells and these this man below me will buy himself some crocs all right guys well i'm glad we uh, came to that conclusion um i'm gonna jump into our ads real quick because it's just about that time and i want Mm -hmm. our our fellow friends who are supporting the show to be happy um let's talk about Nectar Energy, they were the one closest to me tonight. So we'll do them first. Uh, I just grabbed uh, my pouch out. Uh, takes about, yeah, like 40 minutes, 50 minutes. That's kind of where the flavor starts to die down on them. Um, the great part about this uh, product, you know, some people may see like a pouch type device and they're like, oh, is that, you know, 
nicotine uh you know synthetic something like that zin uh, i get questions about that um no so uh, this product contains uh, no tobacco no nicotine um no products like that the uh ingredients in it are caffeine and cognizant uh, cognizant is a neurotropic so it's been studied a lot recently just showing uh, that it helps kind of stimulate the brain and help it kind of fire uh, fire faster and remain focused so uh great things that help out i know hatch always uses them like when he's driving mm -hmm. uh when All he's playing time. at the field a couple times i throw them in before the show they kind of you know get you pepped up a little bit maybe uh you know kind of get step. you focused ready to go for whatever you got going on uh, so we appreciate them i definitely enjoy the product they actually sent us some more um and we're going to be throwing some of those into the patreon giveaway this month so some of our listeners are also going to be getting a couple cans of those as well so uh yeah we got a enjoy. lot to give away uh we'll talk about that more later but uh nectar energy you guys want to head over any ctr dot energy slash mafia productions all one word on mafia productions that's going to get you access to a buy two get one free coupon so throw three items in your cart mm -hmm. you're going to get two for the price or sorry you're going to get three for the price of two um yeah they got their two flavors right now uh fresh mint and mango and uh, a couple more coming in the future so stay on the lookout for those guys we appreciate them supporting the channel and the show and uh yeah go uh pick up some for yourself and uh yeah try it out also got our friends liquid iv showing off the regular uh box this time because i've been showing off the sugar-free one but we got those in the background um that's the new product this is the old one you know it's the reliable old girl who always works she she's gonna get it done for you uh she's got a whole bunch of uh you know vitamins in it b3 b5 b6 b12 and vitamin c it's got three times the electrolytes of most sports drinks um, a lot of great flavors and uh yeah you know they did have sugar in this one and now the other product has uh, i think it uses allulose as the sweetener um the good part about that is that doesn't spike uh, blood sugar levels so if you're you know diabetic or you know you're concerned about those uh you know keeping those uh like Keeping that measure in kind of a, a good level, it's a good product for that as well as hydration. Um, so yeah, you can go check it out. Uh, liquidiv.com, that's where you can get more information about it. Um, our code over there is a mafia underscore Moffitt. You gotta go pick up yourself some. Uh, I recommend lemon lime, that's my favorite. Brandon's gonna recommend golden cherry, he always does. Hatch recommends Honestly, strawberry. I'm, go I'm going guava now, dude. Changing it up, you're guava boy? I think I, I, think I, I, think I had either guava or passion fruit this past weekend and man that was so good mm, okay okay so, we're, we're changing it up it the up. palette is being changed dan do you have any yeah. uh, experience with liquid ivy i don't um but i mean i'm a passion fruit guy and guava guy so those are Let's all go. flavors i love in my ipas so i'm sure i'd also love it in that too i, I, I feel need it. after yeah. drinking that you know yeah definitely you know gotta put the water back in that the alcohol's taken exactly. out exactly <laughs> yeah well perfect Literally, so yeah guys this past weekend Head over to liquidiv.com. We appreciate them for their support. Uh, real quick, I will mention it again as well. Um, so we talked about it earlier on in the show. I kind of teased it, but uh, the, the headband giveaway, that's happening. So head over to Patreon if you want to get signed up for that. But the big part, the exciting part that we've talked about before. So if this is your first show, it'll be new for you. Uh, I, I may dye my hair. Uh, I, I'm making a bad decision, but that's something that may happen. And I say may, cause it's all on you guys. Uh, <laughs> just, you know, honestly. So the, the whole idea is I'm going to have the puka shell and frosted tips look at world cup. Uh, but the, the, the thing that is holding that up is your guys' support for the Patreon. So once we get to, uh, 50 concurrent members on that, we're going to do it. We're going to set it up. We're going to, uh, I have actually already talked to my barber and he's going to be happy if we are not happy. He's going to be okay with us coming in and, you know, filming and kind of getting some of that stuff up. So that's going to be some of the uh, Patreon cool. exclusive content. I'm scared, but at the same time, 
I'm not scared because you know you guys won't do it, uh, pussies. Yeah, that's that's right. Um, I agree. <laughs> but uh, you know, head over to Patreon.com/slash/MafiaProductions. Prove me wrong and uh, make me look horrible at Cup. But God, kids are gonna be laughing at me on the plane, man. That's the part I'm the least unexcited for. At the nah, event, so. it'll be chill because everyone will get it. But like, it's getting to the event. I'm scared for. If you're that scared, run at. Told no, like here's the thing. That, that's more people. That's more people asking. Like, hey, what's this about? Oh, this is paintball. <laughs> and then you could talk about I'm it. I'm growing the game personally, <laughs> exactly. right there. <laughs> exactly. Like that. Yeah, you gotta Man, check you really out are. my Patreon. Uh, I make content for uh, paintball, and yeah, I'm so cool. Yeah. <laughs> you can control my hair color. <laughs> like yeah, hundred. It really can. When you put it cubes. like that, it sounds wrong, but. Nah, I'm probably not gonna die the pubes hatch. I, I'll, I'll leave that alone. I also like I don't want to make a video about that one. You know, like that's we're just gonna we're just gonna skip that. Would love that one, <laughs> dude. I I love tugboat, but man, I think yeah, I think that'd be stepping a little bit over the line there. Um, well, yeah. All right. I mean, jumping back into the show, uh, I do have to mark that down time wise real quick. We are all good there. Perfect. Installing. Okay. Um. Do you guys want to talk about Sipo a little bit? I mean, I know we talked about a couple of the reasons. Did you, I mean, skim over that hatch. Were there maybe a couple more reasons on that list you wanted to get to before we jump into that stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, me speed, let me speed run through these. Like a good old-fashioned good game. Um, so we are we already asked Dan what he was, because he, he posted two of them in there, you know? Like lot, not enough action, right? Basically, people all talk. Makes sense, because it's, it's true. Completely true. Um, we got another one where it says, uh, money of the sport and the gun stigma of it being violent and brand and brands just need to give it a chance, which is very true because, you know, me personally, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of these brands where like, as in like violence and like the hate brand, I like those brands. I think those, that shit's fire, but right. Sometimes a mom might not like that, you know, like that for they're getting their son into the game, you know? Yeah. Or maybe I guess that's like, it's hard because it's mm. violent is such a broad word. Yeah, I think that's also a little different too. Wearing a clothing company, like that's like, dude, did we hate dudes? I mean, we did. Who wore like affliction shirts back in the day? Like, you know, that wasn't on them. That was just them being douchebags. It wasn't necessarily because affliction. They just all decided to wear affliction shirts. Like, you guys are too young to get that reference. But Dan's shaking his head, and that makes me proud. <laughs> and I wear those. I wear those brands. Like, I wear my hate jersey. I wear. I wear my violent shit. Right. I thought, like, I thought I, you admitted to wearing affliction stuff. right there. That was. I was scared no, for a second. I, I don't even know what that is, bro. <laughs> it was an old school like UFC kind of edgy like I don't know. Essentially, if a dude was wearing that, he probably was gonna try to fight you. Yeah. Oh, damn. What was that one with the F on it? It looked like an F. Famous. Uh, famous? famous? Yeah. Famous, that's yeah. oh. I feel like the I feel like when I was in school, that's all some the kids artist. Just smoked fucking cigarettes. So that's some that uh I forget the the artist. I literally watched a video that told me this background yesterday. Uh some pop punk artist made that brand and that was like his kind of way of like venturing out and doing other art and stuff. But um yeah, there's there's a couple like that, you know. Uh Try to think like Fox and stuff, which I mean is kind yep. of similar to paintball. You know, honestly, mm. JT and stuff, they started out in the motocross type industry, and mm. that's yeah. Wild. So next we got we got another one that just says politics, which that is kind of valid. Fair. There are a lot there are a lot of politics in yeah. the game and uh a lot I think of there's stuff. too many, and that's kind of what I was talking about earlier with the whole market yeah. share and people trying to be overly protective, which yeah, for the I... two year plan, but I mean yeah, that's kind of my take on that. 
I call bullshit on that because every sport has politics at That's every level well. of it too. Yeah. Mm. No, that, yeah, that like is you, a valid you point. Take, take your kids to the you know local soccer field for like the kids soccer tournament and like there's politics there of you know yeah, like more eating under over. pop winter football speaking has facts, got like man, yeah you're speaking facts right now yeah oh this, so this sounds like a kid who maybe has or met kid this sounds like a guy who maybe has kids <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> could not be me but next <laughs> <laughs> that's a good thing Hatch. <laughs> yeah it is a, it's a great thing actually so the next we got uh high initial cost to begin playing high cost to maintain and higher cost to progress divisions so back Very to just valid. money okay I, yeah, those are valid that, points yeah that one's more that was more specific but very valid. Mm. We got a lot of money ones on here because, dude, the sport is expensive. Do not get yeah. me wrong. Yeah. You but cannot, I guess you, you can make the no same. You can make the same. But I, I don't love the whole, like, well, our sport's expensive, so it will never work argument because, like, why the fuck do people care about snowboarding? You have to go to yeah, a mountain think, in a certain location in a part of a world. Like, if you don't live there, you have to travel there. You have to have the right equipment. You have to have all this, you know, apparel to stay warm or just keep your climate control. Like, and those guys are in the Olympics. So it's like people will care about a sport if it is expensive to venture into. It's just how you present that one. sport to people. Exactly. Look no, at You sitting at home are never going level, to be dude. involved in F1. Like, that's just <laughs> you will never make enough money. And if you do come talk to me first and let's figure some shit out for paintball. Like, you know, let's not let's not throw some Lawrence Stroll type money into this. That's a good, that's a great point, Ryan. That is a valid, great point. And then um, <laughs> we got another one where it says, if you don't, if you don't play, it's not that entertaining to watch. Unlike other sports, like no objective ball. Right. We were talking about that. And I replied to that one with me shooting fucking soccer balls. out of my cat. <laughs> I think <laughs> I disagree with that one because I think that one I is, is that that's just how you sell it. Like, yeah, if you watch a bad piece of content about any sport, you probably won't understand the sport. You won't want to get into it. Like if if I just find you and like show you the Chinese Grand Prix from like six years ago and you don't know any of the drivers or any of the teams, you're probably gonna watch it for ten minutes and be like, so they just they go around the track. Okay, sounds cool. Uh, they're just gonna walk away. Like and essentially, yeah. when people do that with our sport and walk into it blindly, you could see how those you know that that comes up a lot because you know you you need to be told what's going on in this sport. Um and like, but but I think the argument of that's hard to be done is false because that's where i learned like guys i never played a paintball tournament until i went out I, I, until mech x-ball at fucking pb fit two years ago that was the first paintball tournament i ever played in my life i i've watched paintball since 2012 and i knew what was going on in those games i know how race two formats is versus you know x-ball formats like i was able to learn these things with the knowledges out there and the documentaries and stuff that is out there in the game um, but we just have to bring that to people. And that is the hard part is that's, that's the marketing. Yeah. I think I if think... I can just, I, I know you're rapid fire in this, but I just want to touch on that really quick. Absolutely. I think every, every sport has some type of element of that. Like what's the stigma about having golf on TV? It's boring as fuck, right? <laughs> like, people hate to watch golf, but there's a passion around people that do it. Cause they throughout the whole entire thing. They're jump cutting to like other cards. They're talking the stories of the, like people are on the course they create and, um, an entertaining NASCAR. broadcast very much so yeah and nascar had to do that like 10 or 15 years ago right because like when dale Earnhardt and jeff gordon were around like those were your enemies that was your hero and your villain but when he passed away like their viewership just tanked 
And so they were doing things Raise every hail, year to try to, yeah, through Dale. Uh, they were doing <laughs> things like every year, like how do we keep the, how do we retain that viewership? Like, do we, you know, it's boring to watch a car go around the track two or 300 times. What can we do to make that more exciting? And, the, and so that's when, constantly trying to yeah, and that's when you started seeing them do stuff like opening up mic channels. So now people can listen into exactly. radio channel, chat that's happening during the event. And like Formula One does the same thing now. That technology yeah, I mean, hasn't always exactly. been there, but like they also, when it was there, they weren't always doing that. And then they realized, oh, now people feel more connected. They can hear, oh, Lando's pissed yeah. off right now. I feel like I'm in the cockpit with him. He's my best friend. Exactly. He's not. That's called yeah. a parasocial relationship. Um, See, making changes. Same, making changes. NASCAR tried it. Dale tried it. He Instead of turning okay, left, he turned Brandon. right. No. Okay, buddy. Okay. <laughs> I, I saw that one coming. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> There's some people That's in the South dog. who are very upset with you right now. <laughs> next one. Next okay, one. Next one. Next one. Next one. Okay, I think these two. I think these two could probably go hand in hand. Uh, this one says, "Spectators have to suffer to actually spectate," which, you know, like, I kind of get that. I kind of get that in I, a way where it's like, if you're not in the VIP area, dude, you're getting toasted by the sun. But that's with any sport, yes. ever, right? Just like a NASCAR, right? You're just you're sitting in the sun. There's not there's not too much shade while you're in the stand. It may like it's a thing. yeah. No, like that's like you know the people who are in the infield, like motorhomes and shit. Like yeah, they're just getting baked. They're out there and you know in grass, kind of essentially. But there's people who yeah. go there for that excitement. Like in indoor paintball doesn't really work. Like you would need some type of arena sort of facility to make you know a very you would need a dome. You would need, you know, some type of facility like that to give you not only the space, but also the ability to, you know, have all the amenities and stuff for people to be able to watch it and, you know, be ready to go. Mm-hmm. And then that's, that's actually a really good topic. I'm sorry, I'm going to jump on that. I'm, no, you're good. I can talk no, about football Dan, absolutely. absolutely. Dan, Dan, I, we love this. I want you to talk more, okay. Dan. If you send have a it, thought, Dan, please send it. Do not okay, stop cool. talking. <laughs> So like if we break down that NASCAR piece for a minute, right? Like you've got people that pay ten bucks to sit on the bleachers, you know, see the track. Then you've got people who are bringing their campers inside of it. They have that AC. They can go inside, go outside. You've got people that will spend the money like go on pit road to have like that VIP experience. Mm -hmm. And so you're you're opening up an experience for a wide gamut of people, and not just like hey, here's a one size fits all. Like what do you want? Do you want? VIP? Do you want luxury? Do you want to feel wine and dined, or do you just want to show up in the cooler and get drunk? Yeah, so I think that's something for the where different I levels of fans. Exactly, and I think we're we're on that trajectory with paintball, where we've got like just a generic you can walk around. We've got the grandstands, we've got the VIP section. Maybe there's another element where we've got some tent that has fans the in there. The Dynasty that. Champions Club. Uh, that's what they started that's doing. Literally, it's legit. It's legit too. Yeah. Or what if we have something? on the other side of the pro field where there's like maybe 50, 50 tickets they can sell for like four or 500 bucks a pop and you have a seat right there outside the pits. And so you can watch all the chaos and then you're that close to the field and that close to the players. Yeah, we're like, you. so you know how Dan, uh, usually there's like that backline area at most of the like regular tournaments. Yeah. Like, yep. okay, maybe do we sell like a certain portion of that kind of close to the pits as like a special area? You know, you have a great totally. view there. You're able to see breakout shots, stuff like that. Like. You know, totally. those are great examples of ideas that are actually pretty simple to implement that might be great ways to help elevate the sport in a very short time. Do Will we, they yeah. do it? I don't know. <laughs> well, the thing with the bleachers, too, is it, it also does become a safety concern at a certain I point agree. when was, they get high, like when they get the second too I high. 
Um, I I do think elevated does look cool, but then we're also Ooh. playing with like the nets need to be higher. Those are going to catch more wind. Like, okay, they they have some valid like logistics things there that they would have to you know figure out. And you know, I do get that's not the easiest one to implement. Yeah, I mean, just going on that quick, like if you were to buy tickets at a football game or a soccer game, you know, tickets at the 50-yard line are more expensive than they are in the end zone or different angles. And so, like, mm-hmm. we could have, you know, seats or grandstands around it and sell them for cheap. It's like you, you would force people to to watch it. You would force them to have to pay to sit down, right, because you couldn't mm-hmm. just walk up to the net anymore. But so, okay, well, I can pay 10 bucks to go sit over here and watch this. I love breakout shots. I love to watch everyone go out. Or... I want to be in the center of 50. I want that experience so I can see both. I'm going to get shade. Uh, there's going to be a TV on. I can yeah. hear what Maddie's talking about. Like, you know, it's just exactly. a different level of elevation, you know, Maybe some misters Yeah, your experience. I will say too, yeah. the problem that's hard with our events. And as you were saying it, it, it popped in my mind. I've heard it before that divisional players, they, they feel this kind of entitlement that, Hey, I'm here. I just spent, you know, $800 on an entry for an event. I spent this much on pain and all this stuff. Now I have to spend another 20 bucks just so I could watch the pro games. And, and I guess some of that, well, yeah, (laughs) some of that is kind of valid. I guess it's one of those weird things too, though, where it's like, when you go to, you know, a 49ers game, you don't also go and play your own game next to that. Like you don't have your little football true. game and then you go and put like, watch the 49ers game. Like, you know, I, I see why people would be upset there, but at the same time, you know, just going, going to one to and being involved doesn't necessarily mean that you have access to watch the highest element or, you know, keeping yeah. that as a higher premium paid experience because that is a higher premium version of the game. It's a, you know, more fast paced. They play, you know, a more aggressive, more violent. It's a, you know, it gets more eyes on it type of game. Yeah. And you get to see all, all eight divisional fields for free. That's true. Yeah. You can go you watch know? the Lone Wolf field. You can watch semi-pro. You can watch literally, I'm going to be honest. You can watch the best storyline in paintball this year for free. And it's blast camp and fit. And that's what it is. Like, I'm sorry, but dynasties won a lot in in pro and so it kind of makes it like all right well is someone gonna beat them and hey d- damage did but you know it it, it kind of stales out there's not all these crazy storylines that we're seeing with like the semifinals or the semi-pro stuff it's exactly what we talked about earlier where like there's no hero and villain in the dynasty era right now right like it, it used to be you know ryan or not ryan but like chris lasoya and all those guys versus, you know, like Ryan or Oliver. And then when they stepped on them, you're like, oh, fuck, are they actually going to fight? And that like, was a, so much trash that was a That was a great a example of faces and heels. The faces were yeah. these young, pretty boys from San Diego who could surf and play paintball really well. Well, this dude who looked like a mean guy with a long ponytail and was known for stabbing people on the field, you know, he's your, he's your heel. Here's your guy you hate, you know? But when he wins, Sleeping there's the people who lot. are who are so happy that, you know, he's the one who won and it's not the, you know, the, the guys everyone's supposed to like. So yeah, yeah. no, that, that's a great example there. Yeah. And I think that's where you're, you're spot on with like black him and fit right now. Like they're both going to be. Jackson and Cole are, they point. go at it. Yeah. Like that's oh why God. it's entertaining and respect that. to those two guys. Like they are both doing their job. They have made yeah. people care about the lower, the lower division of paintball more so than they care about what's necessarily going on in the pro field granted this whole you know finals 1v1 overtime that was a crazy awesome story that happened but you know that doesn't happen as often i would say in the pro pro uh pro league 
Yep, totally agree. Uh, okay, mm -hmm. so next we got dark shelled paint. That's definitely a thing that we've talked about like a yep. hundred thousand. That's an easy times, one. We right? that one's so I, honestly Tom's next. answer of we can't mandate it. I'm I'm sorry, Tom. That's bullshit. You, you should do that. Paint companies should have to bring a bright shell paintball. And I think every media person would agree with me on this. It makes it easier to show. It makes it visually easier to see. I mean, hell, that makes bounce, it easier for the spectators. Dude. That bounce reel that I had this last weekend. Do you guys remember that one where the paint comes off yeah. the dude's back? It's a bright orange ball. You could see it clear as day. That was purple. Yeah. You, I would not have that clip. It's just completely different. I agree. And they, they try to, they try to like say it's like, oh, for the, com for the competitive edge, you know, you don't want them to see it. Fuck Yo, that, when I'm sorry, when you have Tyler Harmon being out here, like I love the bright ball. Let's bring the bright ball back, dude. That is like our most, you know, competitive guy. Like he he loves competition and going out there and being serious. And even yeah. him, he's like, yeah, let's do it. Why not? There's no reason to not. I feel. I, mean, I wonder how many. Oh, I'm gonna put. A, I'm gonna put. That's what I'm doing next on my Instagram. Dark shell paint. Yay or nay? That's what I'm gonna do it next and see what this yeah, people think. Spoiler alert for everyone out there. So when you see it, you know where he thought of it at. If you're a Patreon yeah. member, you get to you you see it coming. That's what <laughs> I was. That's what I was thinking. Like, how many pros are actually in argument for for the, a dark shell paint? I don't know. I don't. I mean, I I haven't heard it. There's got to be some out there. <laughs> yeah. I could see, even see it breaking down like position wise. I would love to see those statistics. Like, are there different positions on the field that prefer more than others? I could see that no, a three sure. would I'm probably be pissed in. off when you're trying to, you know, lay in someone and they're just like, well, I, I see the ball. I see the ball Ball yeah. stopped. All right. Now I go like, you know, it, it makes it a little, you know, a little harder, but at the same time, like, okay, then get better at your job. Like, you know, guys, <laughs> Valid. no offense. Guys did this all the time in the early thousands. We were using yellow shell ball, orange shell ball. It, like shit was bright. Yeah. We weren't using none of this like dark black pink type or pink purple type shell. And it wasn't anywhere yeah. near as accurate. No, yeah. but we also right. shot so eight more. times more paint, but <laughs> yeah, the guns are way different. And I think Brando said it earlier, like it's the small things, right? There's so many small things that we can do to fix it. That's a small thing. That is mm -hmm. a small thing yeah. and it's doable. So small. It's doable. And that, that one thing would just like the, the media game is already so freaking crazy good. But like that one small thing would just even explode media because you could see it now. You could see what's actually happening. Well, that yeah, and like... I mean, we have come a long way with all of us now starting to have 4K equipment, 4K 120 type stuff. Like, yeah, in the early 2000s, we were shooting on DV tape and stuff. Like, it, this was yeah. this is a completely different era of quality. But you know what's crazy? You go back and watch some of those old videos, you can see paint better than you can today. Why? Yeah. It's because the shell was bright and I rest my case. Like, if I, I can see it better on an SD quality video than a 4K image from today, what are we arguing about? Like, that's yeah. that's it. Exactly. That, that's my completely. opinion on it at least like yeah i agree even when it was like on those old school you know uh videos like what, what were some of those old school ones that like here oh, i mean that, sh that shit was yeah like right dirter shit uh fucking any of the push documentaries or the monkey of the gun documentaries oh, from back in the day yeah. i mean like yeah in, any of those early 2000s type media content now granted they were shooting like 15 16 balls a second so there was just more paint in the air but when it's all yellow, it looks really cool. So you know what? Yeah. My my point still stands. This looks like a this looks like a battle zone, dude. When it's like the slow motion, it's like all yeah, the paint in just... the air, just like crisscrossing. Some balls are exploding in air. It's like, dude, holy yeah. shit, bro. <laughs> looks yeah. like hell. Yeah, no, something's going on. It's happening. So wild. Um, so do we want to move? We want to move on? Or we want? Do we want to? 
no i mean yeah i i think we've kind of you know i i feel like we've gotten into this a good amount you know this episode i think a good kind of way to wrap up at least this part topic is just you know there are a lot of small things that i think are doable right now but granted there are still some things that i think we need to change or focus or you know change that would be future type examples so i think we're at this point where it's like we're doing a lot of brainstorming but we need to kind of filter it down to like okay what's doable this year what's doable next year and what's doable in five years and then how do we get to those steps how do we build that plan of you know maybe tom cole's end dream goal i know it is is to get us in the olympics well how do we even get there tom what's the plan to get there how who are the executives that we show the game to what is the video content that we're going to show them like you know what what are the things that we're doing to get that done and i know one of those steps was like the wnxl now we have a female only version that i know that's literally something that's required to be an olympic sport tom cares about the olympics because when he was a child the olympics were a very big thing nowadays the olympics have gotten the worst ratings of well ever but that's just that's what he views the you know popularity as so these are the type of things that i'm saying like we just need to refocus and kind of modernize our approach on some of these ideas i agree he mentioned he mentioned something i think it was on um it was on the play the game podcast last week like they had their 200th episodes they had like 100 you know people on there different oh. uh sorry i I didn't listen i didn't have time i've been editing so much i'm sorry guys sorry marsh sorry ty you're grinding um but he did said he said something that like kind of caught me so next year at las vegas the first event of the year right they're doing an award show for paintball so like first ever we're gonna have like a legit award show but then he mentioned something after he's like we're gonna have some of the folks stay after for that week for a summit like i want to learn more about that so like is it a summit to like bring people from all from other industries industries mm -hmm. to like even just a paintball i'm like hey what can we do together to like move this like maybe we take two or three media guys we take some people some team owners we take some you know like junior brown somebody from that owns a a company and like bring Mm -hmm. all these like brick and mortar store owners uh large uh you know industry type guys uh smaller development companies like yeah and have a kind of general opinion of the industry yeah and then put together like what can we do what's our action plan as this kind of core group and then you all go as I, it. yeah as i was just saying is having a, a at least something that we have like we can reference to of like all right are we yeah are we doing what we said and if we're not then we know okay we need to go back and look at something like we aren't sticking to what we thought our plan yeah. should be is that for the best or for the worst yeah so totally, yeah. I, I, yeah i hope it's something like that i, I want to learn I more love about to be involved with it I will I probably not but at the end of the day this is you know I've said this quote before and I'll say it again this is what I told Dan I'm not involved in these convos so I just post content and pray and that's all I'm gonna do hey you're doing your part yeah you're, you're growing it yeah no I mean stuff like the podcast we have these conversations we're getting this stuff out there to people but uh yeah essentially at the end of the day you know it's the it's the people who are in those positions the Tom Coles the Bart's the you know the the places like that that are gonna you know make it happen or not sadly uh that they, you know that's there's a lot of things the community can do as a whole to help out but uh yeah uh, you know it's sad how you know it's there has to be a captain of the ship and if if he succeeds or fails then it's the whole you know thing behind him as well that succeeds or fails god damn it hatch you gotta win the lottery Hatch, i know dude you're, you're playing right you got your ticket today you just all well, the lucky no, numbers, dude. Honestly, I don't because I've I, 
I heard in my economy class. Nine hundred mil. They're like, uh, like that's just that's just tax on the poor, and I'm just like, holy shit, dude, do I do I not pay? Do I not pay? Dude? Hey, well, <laughs> you know, Douglas fucked me up. Most important thing I've ever heard, Hatch, is you can't win if you don't play. That is a valid, valid fact, bro. That was a valid, valid fact. So, so yeah, you know. So when yeah, Hatch now playing. goes into crippling debt, buying multiple lottery tickets, I'm gonna laugh my ass off of. Not even close. But you know what? We can hope. We can hope. <laughs> <laughs> so hey someone has to win it right you know like someone has to be the guy someone who has, has the number it. it could be me why, why can't it you? be you yeah exactly you most know, gamblers really stop before they hit the big one you know i was really hoping i was gonna win that like danimals like sweet life of zach and cody like cruise ship back in the day remember that oh did you watch <laughs> oh, that man. youtube video how they the guy that they found they found it eventually so it was like a whole like yeah like internet mystery they were trying to figure out like who was the people who won these who i don't know that? i i know there's people who watch the disney channel during the time that this was going on because we were all kids me. but me, yeah sure. sweet, Li sweet life of zach and cody it was the shit at sweet the time life on deck dude but yeah, yeah those those danimals commercials where you could like win a chance to go hang out with uh with the cold dylan sprouse or some shit i don't I don't know. The whole thing was crazy. But yeah, no. Interesting YouTube videos. I love those when you like go down a rabbit hole and you learned about like something that you never knew about before. It's always the best. Hell yeah. Watch Mojo gets me so good. I'm I'm so ashamed with what you just said. What? I was talking about video essays and you brought up Watch Mojo, the top ten countdown list. Like that that's, one for sure gets me. That's I'm some like, D tier YouTube content, I'm gonna be honest, brother. What are you talking that's, about? That's dude? low. That's low. There's a lot I I'll send you some videos. We'll, we'll, we'll look, teach you some history. Okay, okay. Because, you know, I like the... What's that one meme where it's like, number 15, Burger King foot lettuce? What's that <laughs> exactly. one? Exactly. Like, I mean, you said it pretty much, but it's like it's yeah. the, the stupid watch mojo, like AI countdown voice thing that they use. I don't, she's not AI. It's a, it's a real girl. Yeah, she sounds AI. She does sound I know AI. She's real. That's why they, I know that's she's why real. why they pay her a shit ton of money. <laughs> to just be a consistent... And on this yeah. week's countdown, number 10. That could be like the voice actor for Cartana, bro, from Halo, you know? Damn, she bro. She for sure could do it. It's so funny, fun fact, and some people are going to get this, some aren't. So you, you guys know the TikTok voiceover voice? The, I did something so crazy. Yeah. And, eh. So I found the TikTok account of the person who recorded that voice. Of, like, the voice actor who, like, gave that, like, voiceover. I, I, some bot or something, but... They, she put down the speech for it. It was so weird to hear like a human talking in this like very metallic because it was very like they didn't change it much. Like it's it's mostly just her voice. So yeah, technology's getting very scary, guys. Everything's gonna be deep faked. Everything's fake. Nothing's real. We're not even real. This podcast is fake. I can change my voice like this. Nothing's real. We're all in a simulation here, honestly. Everything's fake. Are. How do we even know? Brandon, do Brandon's know? green screen's gonna kick you out here any second. We're gonna realize that he actually like he doesn't have an ex girlfriend. He's actually single. He's all by himself. The aliens are coming. The aliens Everything's are coming. a lie. <laughs> I'm I just had a blue avatar I'm person kidding. walk outside. <laughs> relatable, Brando. Relatable. Damn, so, bro. You're good, bro. I salute to you, Brando. I salute to you. I don't know how many people heard that, but we're just gonna keep moving forward. Um, do you guys want to talk about Sepal a little bit? We got a little bit of time left in the show. I know. Sure. Uh, I mean, it's hot. Like, what you know, from that standpoint, did you guys make it through. I know we we were. Here's oh, the problem. With, I made it through. Here's the problem with temperature, and I remember I've heard this on like a podcast when I was really young. 
everyone has like their weather around them that is like it changes so it'll be cold for the area or warm for the area but there's always somewhere else that is hotter and or colder on the planet so like i'm gonna sit over here and say it was 106 it was bloody fucking hot and then someone in the comments is gonna be like yeah but it was like 98 here with 100 percent humidity and it's like good for you guys shut up but it shut was up. still fucking hot here all right let me complain this is my podcast that's why i have it uh so yeah hatch how was the heat this weekend honestly great it could have been way worse. Um, you know, if I'm being honest, I think the ground was so hot that really affected the way how some of the players were running and diving and sliding, right? Do, do they, you know, did not, they didn't want to touch the ground. Do you know what they clocked it in as? What did they At? clock it in as? 150. 150. Mm-hmm. Nice on the yeah, it's yeah. just they, baking they in the too. sun. Yeah. So wild and, oh, my God. And those little kind of black rubber pellets just start to absorb that heat all day. Yeah. And yeah. But if I'm being honest, it used to be way worse because I think a lot of those black pellets on the field have gone away over time, right? They're not anywhere near <laughs> yeah. as bad as it used to be. Which is like right? good when and bad. Home it was us. so bad. Yeah. yeah I, I'd have my own little sec- secret section of turf beads in my gear bag, you know? So, <laughs> You'd be holding on to them. Yeah. Like, uh, every time I take my cleats off, I'd have like 64 pounds of it right in my gear bag. Yeah, but. they'd be falling out. I mean, the good part about those is that's what makes the surface feel that kind of like grass like feeling. It's kind of it cushions it. It kind of gives it a little bit more of like a slippery texture. But yeah, like you said, they get everywhere. Uh, but then when they go away, now uh, people stick a lot. And that's what you see at Capital Edge a lot. You know, you know, one thing that I can't stand about uh, whenever we do ref, uh, whenever it is hot, right? Obviously, everybody, everybody knows it's hot, bro complaining and everybody's just dude there were people that were just complaining so much and i'm just like bro there were players make the word okay i saw this in the pits this was like honestly disgusted me this these guys play one point for like it's probably their second match of the day and it's after their first point this guy's going in <sighs> huffing and puffing and he's like they're like are you re- are you ready to go the guy grabs his vape and goes <sighs> no <laughs> It's like, what the <laughs> fuck? What the hell? Like, dude, my coach would my coach would beat me up if I did that. That is so I funny. Mean, Breathe I, air, my guy. Like I, dude, these guys are hitting their goddamn nick sticks in the pits, and it's like, bro, how do you even breathe? Like, I'm not the guy to tell you not to do that, but, like, time and place, man. Like, just for I your own health. I am the guy, bro. You, we trying to be pro? What's up, dude? See, that's I, like, I, like, they're lower divisions, so I kind of get it. They're, of course, their stamina is not going to be as, as good as ours, but, like, the competitiveness in, in, like, me when I was playing D4, D5, like, my if my coach asked like me, hey, hey, you good? Or, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, when when I'm asked, like, hey, do you want to sit? Hell no. I want to play every Hell goddamn point. No, the fuck? No. I don't. I'm, I'm only going to want to sit if I'm actually injured. Um, or if it's like, you know, when you, like, I'm pretty sure it happened to Marv, the last event where he's like, Dude, yes, I'm hooked. He's he like, ran snake off the break like three or four points in a row. But he 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 he, uh, he actually didn't work like he got he was getting kills and everything. He was doing his job. Yeah. So it was like he earned he earned a break. You know? He came in the pits. He came in the pits. Like take almost collapsed. He's like he's like he's like Chim. I'm fine right now. I need to sit, I need to sit a point because he's like, dude, my my vision's getting splotchy. You know what I'm saying? So when your vision's going in and out like that because you're that because you're that winded, you deserve a break. Yeah. Right. I will but say in, so in general, I want to play every point. 
So the nicotine one's kind of funny too, because there's actually pro teams I know, and I will not dox any names here, who specifically take nicotine before their matches as a neurotropic to like get their brain ready. Because it is, that is a legitimate thing it does. It does make your brain fire and work faster. Um, so yes, there are guys I'll see, but here's the difference. They aren't Tap doing the it mid game. They aren't like, it, it's something they'll do before they'll hit a vape or something. They'll kind of maybe put a nicotine gum or something in, and then they'll like, they'll be done and they'll focus on the game. Like that's the part that's crazy to me. Like you shouldn't be, yeah, hitting that stuff. People all. will like, no joke, walk out of the pits right after they play and spark up a goddamn cigarette. And I'm like, bro, how? Is that one, you know, that one probably makes sense, that, but there's I a lot of more people the, on that team to do it too. The 50th wasn't Jordan, right? Boyum, I think. Yeah, yeah, and, he was on the last uh, show. I loved his piece of like, what do you, what defines a pro? Right, we've got so many pros who like they can't even make it to through two or three points, and they're just you know huffing and puffing. But then you've got some pro teams who they're training five or six days a week for that. And so, like, what defines that pro? Yeah, so, no, like, I mean, I, and I that's... loved how that piece kind of ties into you. Is like you come off the field, the first thing you do is if you're hitting something. You know, do, do it's do not a pro mentality, and, even and, if it is D four, yeah, or D five. Oh, know, you're, man, I don't I think you're off. You're on mute. Yeah, Ryan, you're muted. Okay. Oh, I know why. It's because I was uh, typing in the chat. Boom. All right. Hey, hey, I'm back. Uh, but yeah, no, I was just saying like, that is that like, you're not really having a pro mentality. Even if you are a D5 player, like you're already kind of shooting yourself in the foot there. It's like, you know, try a little bit. I just feel like it's just an unneeded handicap. Maybe yeah, that's just me. I'm, like, I'm okay, at I'm the point as a guy who used to vape and be that so, guy. So Hatch, I'm also at the point too, where it's like, I'm libertarian on it. That's your own personal choice and whatever the fuck you yeah. want to do, you can fucking do. You're a grown ass adult and you're a legal, exactly. you know, age to do it. So I don't I don't care what you do. It's just when you're doing it like mid game, you know? Like cuz then it's like, well, you're actually you're affecting your teammates now. You're affecting the visibility of people around us, you know, stuff like that. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm always clouds. I'm always the guy the that it's like make your own <laughs> personal choice, do whatever the fuck you want to do, but like it's when it affects others that then it's like, all right, bro, like that's a problem now. I agree. Like if that if my if like my teammate is like smoking cigarettes in the pits and that's like look, affecting bro, him, look, bro, of course I'm gonna say something. You want to go to the porta potty and like smoke some crack real quick? You know, like if you need that glass pipe, like that's how you get going. Do it. You sound like, like Shaggy it, right fucking. there. <laughs> I know. Because like I'm, right I'm trying sure. to make this obvious that this is sarcasm, but at the same time, it's like, look, fucking go. Okay, fine. Go to your car. Be your own person. Do that. Just. Mm -hmm. Do Why? It don't do it here like yeah like you're just you're hurting so many people who's not you for no reason yeah. man yeah so i guess I that's my thing about, about that because like i used to be a guy like i used to vape like i used to intake a bunch of nicotine yeah. but if i'm being honest i feel like ever since i quit and because me and cedar quit at the same time okay. um my teammate cedar papa cedar uh we quit at the same time and he, me and him both told each other man I really have like feel like i've noticed a difference in my stamina yeah no and that makes 100 percent. i mean anything you're doing where you're inhaling something into your lungs it's obviously gonna you know it's it's gonna cause something going on in there like you know it's particulate it's mm -hmm. matter that is gonna be you know not supposed to be in there i think i think my point is i'm not gonna come on my podcast and tell you not to do something as a legal adult oh, and i kind of no. feel this vibe that you are a little bit right now and that's that's totally fine like if if your personal choice was hey cedar i want to get better like crazy i'm, I'm gonna do you. nicotine that's fine i'm also gonna say though like you've got guys like dylan boyum 
some other players that smoke that cigarettes guy, and cigarettes honestly, and Dylan are like Popeye spinach. It, like, <laughs> but know? at the same time, like he, <laughs> he has he has some decent cardio. Like the dude doesn't get winded after one or two points. Like, so it's look, you know, make your own personal decisions. I just from the context of like the visual of it and doing it in a time and place yeah. where it's not, you know, gonna hurt someone else. That's kind of my biggest thing on it. I'm not well, your mom. I'm not your fucking dad. That's why I was just bringing up the scenario, like in the pits, where they were like, he was like huffing and puffing, and then he hits it, and he's like, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not good to that's go just out. Dumb. And I'm like, that's bro, just, that is I, wild, I don't dude. condone that. That's, and no. okay, so the finals game of the CEPL. Oh my god, were you there for that, Ryan? No, I took off, you? dude. It was too okay, hot. So the finals game, first first match. Who is that? The, for the third and fourth place, who is that? Who was that, Brando? I don't even uh, remember. It was excessive in shit. War. Uh, Are we talking war? war right? yeah. E4? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a war. Right? And so they they have like an like literally the entire oh. eight minutes. Right? And then the, I think excessive wins with like two seconds left. Right? So the next game is completely an X-Ball already. Oh, I see what you're saying. So like the other set or the other game in that set went super fast. So they had like eight minutes left of X-Ball yep. to play during the yep. heat. Oh God. So <laughs> they played one point. And when they get a they, point, yeah. They played. And then, so, but the other team, right? They played one point. And that was also kind of a long one. It was maybe like, what would you say, Brando? Four minutes? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say about half the so game. Pretty, yeah. A pretty lengthy point. So we're out there and i'm kind of talking to the guys that are on the box that are getting ready to play and then all of a sudden we hear on the all call it's like up uh hey these guys only have like six or seven guys uh these guys are these guys are struggling these guys like these guys might have heat stroke these guys for these guys forfeit they give you the game and that was how the finals went so was that third fourth or is that first and second that was was first and second. second okay so I'm gonna be fully honest. I love you, Hatch. You did a pretty horrible job of setting up that story. So first and second place at the sequel for D4. <laughs> Essentially, they got down to a long ass point. They had to play X ball. They played that point, and then one of the teams just did. They were done. They did not have yeah, enough guys after, to yeah, get a line out there guys. to play anything yeah. more. Yeah. Okay. After no, that makes more sense point, now. Like I'm not gonna lie. Deck. I was a little confused, buddy. <laughs> so I thought it was weird. They played the third and fourth split deck match before the first and second doesn't it usually mm-hmm. go the other way around uh, i feel like it's gone both ways either or hmm. i mean I, I feel like you're picking hairs there they're usually in the same set so that's usually the part yeah, that's yeah. important i i guess maybe yeah have third and fourth go because then the finals match is like the technical last game of the day so mm. that may be nope. it i i'm grasping at straws on that one i have no clue <laughs> but yeah those guys those guys were fried they apparently couldn't really some yeah. of them were struggling to breathe but four prelim like, matches Jesus. and then you know what would that that was three other sets past that if they had to play wild card semis and mm-hmm. then finals so yeah so so this is just this is just one thing one. That, that i would say and brando back me up imagine if we did that with chim <sighs> if we were like chim and we can't go anymore like just give it to them Yes. Imagine if we did that. What? <laughs> what do you think Chim would say to that? We'd we'd have to find a new team. I think so. <laughs> I think you're completely right. I think you are legitimately. Because would all right. be gone, dude. He would. He would say, "What the fuck? What is wrong with you?" And then he would legit. He'd probably cut us. He'll play. He'll, 
he'll play the 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 other half that wants to play. He'll, they'll play four on five. They'll play three on five. Like he, yeah, no, yeah. No. Our coach will would not give up that game. There's no, especially a finals match. Yeah, but you know, that's a good coach. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's also uh, the perspective of, you know, the reason why you guys have, I mean, made the commitment of playing semi-pro paintball. It's not, you know, it's it's not for the faint of heart. And I, I do like that there are tournaments like Sepal where guys can kind of dip their toes in and see, like, is this something I want to invest a, a lot of, you know, maybe potentially years of my life and thousands of dollars into? Or is this something I just, it's a fun hobby. I like doing it. I like shooting paint. I like being involved. Mm -hmm. But you know, I don't, I don't want to go get heat stroke in Philadelphia to, to yeah. go win some prize or something like that. Just, it doesn't mean as much. That's where Hatch and I came from pretty much. We're, we're out there playing the CEPLs and yeah. now look at us. I mean, but I think, yeah. And that's, but that's naturally, that's why you guys got there. And Hey, I mean, that's why we're seeing teams like uh, the former DMG pink. I don't know what they're going by now, but like, yeah, that's why you see those guys out there. Like, playing stuff some of those guys are probably going to move on at some point in their future career whereas you know some of these other teams maybe they are just having fun and it's a great time and that's kind of what they're focused and there on there's nothing the toy. wrong with that like I exactly think that, that's that's literally what i used to do before i started taking it serious was you know a, a group of the boys going out and playing you know the the random misfits around your field obviously <laughs> that you would create a team with over yeah. time well, and that's like, oh, the best part of paintball. That's why I think ICPL is so much fun. It's because everyone realizes, hey, this is a tournament. This is a competition. But at the same time, go go drink half that six pack and let's fucking just have a good time today. You know, and it's not this super ultra mega serious competition, which don't get me wrong. There is a place. There for are that. some individuals that will take that that will take it like that for sure. And I'm going to be honest, you're kind of lame. All right. If you win an ICPL, <laughs> cool. Great for you. But like. You want a mech event, all right? That's go go win an actual pro event. Then you're a cool badass motherfucker, in my opinion. Um, so yeah, I guess that's my opinion on that. Uh, uh, man, I don't know. I oh, uh, I mean those 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 Talk teams about winning your dad. it. Do it. Let's go. Dude, Let's no, go. No, 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 no. I'm I'm just saying those teams that are winning it. Most of those have a bunch of pros, actual pros on them. You know, NXL pros, dude. It, it's it gets fucking competitive in those semis and I would agree. going on to those finals, dude. It's fucking tough. I think There's it does, like the, but the at the same time, I, take that shit so I think serious. I think you guys have to look at it like, all right, ICPL Sacramento, obviously a very small event, not a huge ICPL event. Who won that? It's the Maple Leaf Chiefs all those fuckers were drinking all fucking day so like yeah. oh, you know oh, yeah. i do yes they were being competitive they're pros they care they want to win but it's just it's different you know they're they are having oh, fun it's okay. a little more of yeah. like fuck it i'm gonna try to wipe and go stab that dude because why not like you so, know if i get yeah, called sure. oh well ryan you've played enough valent with me so we can relate this to paintball dude yeah vibes win games for sure, yeah. Vibes, I see win, what you're games, saying there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You hit, you Have hit fun, the round yeah. world. Uh, remember that? Show? <laughs> I don't know. You know what yeah, I'm yeah. saying? You hit that, and dude, there's no way that you're losing. There's no way that you're losing. Yeah, bro. So if everyone's singing Daft Punk, going, you know, W key at the enemy, they're shitting themselves scared. <laughs> Straight up, they're just like, dude, what? How do I even stop that? <laughs> you know, dude, those are the times when I wish we had like a uh, like proximity chat in Valorant. As they, oh yeah, they can hear us. <laughs> me and Hatch would like have that. times where all five of our team would be just running together, singing this song, going through the map, and like trying to cause chaos. So, dude, yeah, that would have been pretty fun. I am the ultimate vibe guy when it comes to video games. Like, I will. I'm like, all right, guys, let's get down into it. And yeah, 
Either and our I, teammates will love it or hate it. And I do like how you said that though. Vibes win games, and that that's kind of what I guess I see the ICPL as. It's more of the the vibe time. It's more of the you know we're having fun. Whereas like those guys going, that are having fun will beat the super serious guys. They and, will. And, but let's exactly well yes but at the same time if you go over to the pro division like let's just say you're on heat you're a teammate of those guys if fucking those guys walk in on you drinking halfway through an event they're not gonna Yikes. be happy like Yikes, you're man. gonna get a big talking to in conversation like that's what i'm talking about that's the level of competition yes it exists oh, yeah. but it's it, it is seen as a more fun event yeah yeah because sure. those pro guys from the NXL are are drinking at the ICPL after every game. That's yeah. where you. That's where it is okay to for right after the game to just take that big toke and yeah, yeah perfect. Again, <laughs> please not, not in the pits in the parking lot. <laughs> but yes, no, I I I see what you're saying there, Brandon. Yeah, that's definitely. Yeah. Yeah, don't, don't don't do it in the pits. Just do it right next to a, a brand new baby. You know, just I mean, take yeah, a big brand old, new baby right by the registration <laughs> desk. You know, maybe where like the rental walk on players for the day are. You know, let's just set horrible Find examples that with for the people. oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a fire hazard, actually. Mm? Oops. I, mean, I think that just sounds like a good time to me. Brandon. Yeah. Brandon, you ever watch Breaking Bad? You know the uh, the wheelchair yeah. scene with the, with the bell. <laughs> Yep, that's yeah, kind of what I'm thinking of right now. That's an oxygen <laughs> explosion. But uh, but yeah. Um, all right. Uh, that was that was Sepal. We somehow got into the competition type stuff. I I don't know how we got there either. Um, oh, wait, hold on. What, Sorry. One, oh, yeah, go on, Dan. One thing. I'll be there this weekend. I'm flying out there. I'll be there on Sunday. I thought it was a fever dream that I saw that on your story, and I was like, I had to, no. I had to message. I had to message you to make sure. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna get there until like probably 1:30 uh, in the afternoon. But I'm I'm gonna be there for a little bit. Hell so, yeah, dude, we'll be, we'll be there. that's actually kind of funny because um, I saw this and I was going to ask you this on the show. So yeah. Sunday, we were also going to do merchandise photos for our newest drop with XXV, the label. Would you be willing to help us out with those at the field? 100%, yeah. Totally. There we go, go, people. We figured it out. We got the collaboration done. Collab All right, well, the Puka there we go. Gang slash uh, from the sidelines merch collection. Maybe that'll be coming soon or something like that. Oh, yeah. Rock. Flash, slash Crocs, <laughs> slash Dude, those, FDS. Those yeah, some, get all the names in there. Fire photos. Yeah. I gotta get. Yeah. I gotta get the the giblets on my uh on my Crocs. Like that. we gotta. gotta yeah, that'd FTS. be cool. I gotta get that would FTS be kind of cool. All the way across, that'd be fire. Yeah. Or like maybe like a goblin or something. Maybe that's fire. like that's the that's the hundred and fourth episode. That's the two year anniversary. You get Croc giblets yeah. finally. Oh, that'd be fire. That's when we, by the two year anniversary. That's when we have our Croc sponsorship and they send them for yeah. us. Hopefully, brother. Do hopefully, do a DMG one. Dude, yeah. and then do like a mustache one too. That'd be okay. Now I'm 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 afraid he's actually just designing guy. you a merchandise pack. That's what he's doing for you. This man should be giving you a quote right now. Dude, so literally so true because it's just sold. He's that in. Is, that is so good right now. The DMG, we got to get like a little knife, little knife or some yeah. stabbers. Yeah. Don't get stabbed. Yeah. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, oh man, stabbers don't dude. get. You're well, you're welcome. <laughs> Stabbers. Oh, dude. Oh, AK. So yeah, we have one of our friends. So we have a saying in the in the camp that gets said a lot is stabbers don't get stabbed. And so one of our friends, AK, was running down the field. He fell hella hyped. He stabbed a dude. So he yelled out, stabbers don't get. And then I, w I was in the zone and I was listening and I just didn't say shit. And he assumed people would finish <laughs> it and no one said shit. And then right after the game, right after awesome. the game, he goes, he goes, Hatch, I love you, but you're a piece of shit for that. I go, what are you talking about, bro? <laughs> you let go, me down, go, dude, man. Stabbers don't get, and then nothing, no, I didn't hear anything. And I'm like, dude, I am so sorry, bro. 
if I would have known, I would have for sure been yelling. <laughs> but yeah, so that's where that like statement my, comes from. My mind goes right. Put that on a t-shirt. Stabbers don't get dot dot dot. Mm. Like with a knife on the back of it. That's yeah. a cool one. That's Just a good the, one. That's a really the good one. like the underline, like the like missing yeah. quote, like yeah. everyone's got to fill it in. And then, yeah, yeah it's just, uh, a... I was trying to think of a way to make that shirt bad, but at the same time, that's a good idea. So I'm not going to do that. We're just going to write that one down and okay, cool. Copyrighted, um, copyrighted. Co that, uh, audio trademark. That, isn't that how that works? Audio copyright, something like that. This is, it, uh, idea has been protected. Uh, if someone does it out there, I can, I can sue you. That's totally, a, a, totally a yeah. correct thing. <laughs> um, uh, I wonder how that'll hold up in the court of law. Uh, but yeah, so. All right. I mean, that was most of the stuff I talked about. I, I know maybe Brandon Hash, did you guys have anything on your side you wanted to ask Dan specifically? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, I saw those photos that you have in your office, the uh, the, the dynasty ones. So how do you how do you pick exactly which ones you want, like that you know? What is What makes the, the photo worthy of being Good a question. Photo? Good question. Let me see if I can actually turn this off. It'll work. Maybe not. Uh, I can't. They are behind him. But... <laughs> go to his Instagram. Go to go to his Instagram. Go to his Instagram. Yeah, there we go. Instagram. Yeah, there you go. Um, so I think for me, when I'm out on the field, there's just like, and Ryan, maybe you know it too. There's just a certain moment where you capture something, and like you just have this feeling, of like holy shit, like that's such a powerful moment right there. Um, the the first one, which I, I wish I could tell you, but I can't turn it off. This is uh, from Florida. It was my first event that I've ever shot. And all the media guys were in the front of Dynasty when they won, right? And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Let me go in the back. And so I, I sat in the back because I was kind of new to the whole media thing. And I'm like, let me see what I can get back here. And I got real low. And they held up Marcelo. And it's a shot of him, like, with his fist in the air. And, like, I literally had goosebumps as I'm taking this picture. And, like, that's – so whenever I have that type of feeling, like, when I have that type of emotion when I'm taking yeah. something, um, that's where, like, it's going up on the wall. Wow, Okay. Ryan yeah, got yeah. Ryan got a really emotional was, one when I, I know when, uh, I know exactly what you're talking about because I had that yeah. same moment uh, right after that they won D three World Cup in 22 or was it 21? 21. Damn, it was already 21. Uh, but yeah. yeah, right after you guys won that, you were mo hugging your mom, bro, and yeah, I caught that, that little was, hatch that on hatch wild. actually. Yeah. So it was, yeah. it was it was wild, honestly, such a roller coaster. I honestly shed a tear, bro. Yeah, manly man, manly man hate to admit it, right? But dude, I shed a tear. It's okay, it was man. Like, you hatch. Just, the raw yeah. emotion of you know like winning because the thing is not not only my mom i brought my i flew my best friend jb out there to be like our pod guy for the weekend right so yeah. this was his this was his first tournament ever and like, shout our out the same man yeah shout out <laughs> shout out jay bizzle right and the thing is that was his first tournament going to ever and the guy yeah. we win it at world cup and he gets a we got him a we, get, we gave him a ring because he deserved it right he worked hard all yeah. weekend See? right so Brandon's you know, like i don't have one of those like i know you are a little late you, yeah you weren't you weren't on that team yet Brandon but goes, hey, Damn, another person cup, i'm gonna try out shout out <laughs> another person dan who you may not know who is actually on that roster enrique enrique was on that roster and actually won d3 uh yeah. cup with these guys really yeah yep. no shit i did not know that yeah so that was when ah. i been, obviously was playing for dmg so Enrique still was yeah. feeling that itch and wanted to jump Ugh. in, and yeah. Hold on. He go. got the photo, or no, he's got the framed, yeah. I got the big, got the uh -huh. big boy one. I got the big, we might have too much of a glare, but Enrique. It's a savage right lineup. Here. Yeah, exactly. we got Enrique. Right, we got, we got, we got Dina, who doesn't play anymore, fucking Goober. We got Nico. <laughs> there you we got go. my boy Nico. Nico right, doesn't play got, anymore, Goober. No, I, so he, so Nico's actually moving away, and I think he's going to try to go play wherever he's moving to. 
Oh, okay. Got, Shout out, Nico. We got AK-47 inches himself. You know, the... the, the <laughs> Stabber. Himself. Stabber yeah, himself. Yeah, the stick's man himself. Then we got little Logi Bear right here. Logi Bear. His, so, fun fact. I actually wiped my ass with that with that Hormesis headband he had on. <laughs> <laughs> so... And then we got then we got the then we got the hammer mustache himself Austin, Austin. Hammer, the hammer yeah you know what I'm saying so he was he was playing really solid that event we got Papa Cedar who actually has a very inspiring story on this whole on this whole World Cup win and then hardest working man in paintball and then, and then hatch before that the mullet win. fully grew out so yeah Dude, no that yeah 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 that was when uh, I had to shave my mustache off because I lost the duel that's true yeah uh, so cool. hey this is proof that hatch will always commit to his word. Uh, Mikey Rena, his favorite pro, pro player, was in town, and they had a little uh, coin duel, one v one, and uh, yeah, they also decided to put were on the line. a mustache on the line as well, as both of them had them at the time, and uh, Hatch sadly won, yeah. or Hatch sadly lost, so he yeah. lost his mustache. But literally, since that moment in time, that has been on his face. Like it has been since that him. day that that These mustache are still started. The winning follicles. These are still the winning follicles, dude. No bullshit. That's, That's kind of so weird, cool. bro. It's years love, at this point. I, I love, I love Mikey. He's such a good guy. He's he reminds me like um, every time I see him, I, I just I always think of Bruce Wayne, like the Dark Knight, and he's quiet. He's always wearing black. His hood's always up. He never talks to anybody. Then when he gets on the field, like he's just a freaking bat. You have no idea where he is. He comes for you. I always like Mikey's Mikey. really respectful on the level too of like he doesn't start shit. Yeah. He ends shit. He doesn't start yeah. it. Yeah. And I like and I I've seen a couple moments because obviously when you film, I mean, you watch all of the game because you're just you you're tucked in, locked in for you know whatever's going on. And you see those little moments of like, oh, oh, is that starting something? That was a couple extra balls. He's looking at him. Yeah. And then obviously, yeah, the next point he goes out there and shuts it down. And it's like, all right, yeah. <laughs> you made your choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's That's a good what guy. I like to do, you know? Yeah, I I feel like I really toned down my overshooting this year for sure. You did. You, you have. I I give you shit about it all the time, but you have it. I always <laughs> go back to that Enrique clip because that was the biggest like I don't know. It that was the biggest uh sign that you may have a problem that you don't notice. Yeah, was when you're like I bad. only gave him four. Hard cut to slow motion of one, two, like, three, dude, four, five, gave, six, seven. seven. It's like hatch. <laughs> yeah, that's ex- only, pretty much what happened. I only got him. I only shot him seventeen times. You know, yeah, you, you know, know why? He, he's got to untrain his brain from that finger tapping app from years ago. <laughs> going so yeah, fast. he's used to just writing it from middle school. Damn, yeah. it comes yeah, back to I that. Had to make sure I had to make sure I was like the, the fastest gun in in fresno you know what i'm saying <laughs> hey well speaking of that actually something i do want to talk about because i teased it earlier but we didn't get into it um and you brought up logan there so shout out logan uh me and logan actually last week won officially the first tournament ever held in infinite tournament paintball uh it was a lot of fun we uh we, yeah. we played uh enemy of the state hosted a 2v2 event um Those are my we, teammates right there we went up against some pretty hard people like there was obviously some teams that you know they're new they maybe haven't played it that much and you know that we walked through those games but like we lost one of our prelim games like six to seven so it was like a race to seven format so hey we lost literally last possible point there um but yeah we went uh you know went into the finals and won the final seven one so uh 
pretty you know i was i was happy he with said, that we he said give me my headband little man i yeah, thought that shit was Logan so funny got so dude. hyped <laughs> oh um, my God. obviously like hash just said what we were playing for was uh a uh, a headband they uh is part of their anti-hero so drop it's uh it's a venom headband so it's got like the venom kind of like teeth kind of embroidered on it there's some um, other cool details the enemy of the state threw in there um the cool part too is uh it's a 202 headband so me and logan will have uh you know the only two copies oh. that are ever made uh which is you know that's cool that was our trophy that's what we won and uh it'll it'll be cool to you know wear that out the field so if you see me have that on you'll know you'll know where i got it from but i did want to give a shout out to the guys over at enemy of the state uh for you know taking the time oh, setting that up we were doing that for like seven hours it was took way too long but at the same time they stuck through it they you know committed to their word they got it all done and uh hey at the end of the day it worked out for me so i'll definitely it take easy, it dude. it that's ain't stressful. easy to get like to round up all these people especially over the internet Oh, oh man yes yeah. yeah and the amount of people who are always like yeah i'm there i'll do that and then like something happens at work today and they just completely forget about it and you know like people are very flaky so uh yeah yeah the only thing worse than hurting than hurting cats is hurting virtual paintball players <laughs> <laughs> that's know? probably a great ass point yeah because paintball so, players are yeah. worse but oh god yeah and now we're now it's like we're not even in person we're god. over the internet oh my god dude that's shout out all the guys on the dmg pro team from you know when i was doing rebirth because that was always the moments i'd have where i'd be like god trying to get you gentlemen to like come do an interview or something like it would be so difficult trying to have you know these 20 year old dudes trying to be organized and stuff but there were times they got it together uh i remember i was that you know hard cuts that video where uh dylan got hit in the head with uh, the pillow i remember him being pissed off and mainly he was pissed off because they just wanted to like get it done so you know a little bit of respect there he wanted to uh you know help get the actual product made before they went on with the rest of their shit um but yeah no those those moments are always funny when you gotta like herd cats because goddamn paintball players man they're uh they're unique mm-hmm if you guys haven't seen that yet go watch that video because it's the first time i've ever seen ryan nervous he was like for the points, like taking deep breaths and like just getting ready to get into yeah. the ground. I've never seen you like that before. Well, and that's always so it's funny. <laughs> uh that that reminds me of a conversation that I had with Alex and Blake at one of Dynasty's team dinners. It was uh Sunshine State this year. Uh, Blake was telling Alex the story of when we both played the Mech X Ball event together. And it was funny because Blake mentioned yeah. in that specifically like Ryan's attitude, like he gets really into it and all this stuff. And I remember just being embarrassed at the moment, but then at the same, like at the end of the day, like, nah, that, no. that is just what it is. Like when, when I'm actually yeah, competing, good, good I give a fuck, but like any, yeah. any time else, like when I'm doing media, that's mostly wise. Cause it's like, yeah, I'm not gone. Like, I don't have to care right now. Like it's because yeah. I don't know. And you guys probably feel it too. I mean, you guys, you guys want to win every time you go out there, but that, that, I don't know. I, I love competition. I, I like winning. I, I don't like fun. losing. I enjoy having fun while winning. That's like my thing, right? Yeah, I can see that. A little bit of skip to my loo while hitting the buzzer, you know what I'm saying? Always a little bit a of little, Mario always... noises getting out wide. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you know how it is. You know how it is. Because if you're not having fun, what is even the point? That's the point, yeah. That's, that's true. And I mean, shit, Paintball if you look at- Paintball is one of those at... things where I was, born to, I was born to be around it. Paintball is one of those things where I was born to be around it. Mm-hmm. What I was gonna say, if you if you look at the the example of who is the like best team right now in the past three or four years, well, I'd probably say it's Dynasty. Those mm. guys have a lot of fun. Like, you know, I'm not saying they're the only ones who do, or you know that they do it in a unique way, but like, yeah, they 
they seem to they genuinely enjoy going fun. to the paintball field and so something's working there dude today this is actually okay sorry it's, yeah today on my lunch at work uh i i watched the uh uh the mic'd up video that you had ryan of alex frazier at the golden state open here last mm -hmm. year yeah uh, dude, he, he's dude just so much, he's having so much fun it's it's awesome that was the start of alex's arc into you know content's cool <laughs> and like does it like i i will say it is kind of funny because obviously you know alex loves dynasty he has his whole entire life you know he obviously wasn't happy that they lost the last event but at the same time i feel like a part of him was kind of happy that Jacob was, you know, able to have a great moment and they were able to get a storyline of another team winning. Paintball. You know, it's good for paintball. It's honestly, selfishly, it's good for his doc and all that stuff. But at like, you know, at the end of the day, I think he was like, this sucks, but okay. Like, you know, there, there's he worse things. He yeah. moved on. Yeah. You get over it quick. So. Exactly. Yeah. What were you saying earlier, Dan? Oh, uh, we were talking about like fun, right? Like, why do we play? It's for fun. Yep. Um, shameless plug, my fiance started up and runs the Why I Paintball account on Instagram. If you haven't seen it, go yep. check it out. Yep. Um, Shout out last round. His answer was the best. I was on there. Yeah, I think. He's got to protect his virginity. So yeah, yeah. He's saving but, it for Taylor, uh, guys. Ryan, he is. Uh, but Ryan Greenspan sent his to her, and I'll read it to you. It says, if you don't love what you're doing, when I stop having fun playing paintball, that's when I retire. It's like that's coming from Ryan saying that, you know. Mm -hmm. And so it just it goes to show how important enjoying what you do is to continue it. Yeah. yeah. No, and I you know, I obviously I I haven't known Ryan for years, but you know, in the little bit of time I've gotten to know him and you know, this obviously seeing stuff about his life, you know, throughout it, he seems to be a type of guy that, you know, he does whatever is in his head. So like, yeah, I very much believe him that if this game wasn't fun he'd be going out surfing or, you know, doing the other shit that he wants yeah. to do with his life. So yeah, that, that, that makes yeah. a lot of sense. There's probably a, a very, a good nugget of honesty for people to look at there of like, if this, yeah, like if you don't even enjoy going to the field, you're just, you're starting from a bad square one. Like before you even get yeah. there, you're in a negative mindset. You know, yeah, that's, I think, okay. go ahead, Dan, go ahead, go ahead, Dan. Uh, Yosh posted something a few days ago. Um, I've seen this like picture, not paintball related, but like it's a picture of like a street light. You know, it's like in the caption, it's like you never know when you're gonna like go play basketball the last time for your childhood friends. Like you never know what's gonna happen. Oh, and Yosh, he kind of re yeah, Yosh recreated it where it's like you never know when the last Sunday is with your friends, something whatever it is, and it just exploded. Yeah, and I try to think of that like every Sunday when I'm like here at my local field, like I don't know when the last time I'm gonna see somebody. Like maybe this is their last day where they're like, you know what? I don't like paintball anymore. It's too expensive. I'm not filling back up again. Yeah. I may never see that person. No, again, like, so. yeah. I mean, so I, I remember seeing a post along similar lines, like a couple months ago. Uh, I, it may have been inspired. It may have been one of these accounts. I, I don't fully remember, but sorry, you know, whoever made it out there, I, I saw it. I'm sorry, man. Um, but the main thing was like, you know, you never know, you know, who's not going to show up to the box anymore. And it's funny because yeah. you don't think about it, but hatch, when we look at the, you know, the group of guys who are out there during the rebirth year, how many of those guys are around the field anymore? None. And I'm about to tell, not, I'm about to tell you some real not shit. Not none, that. but it's maybe Very a 10%, few. you know, like Less it's, yeah, yeah. And I fucking um, miss Sky, bro. Like he's one of those dudes. I'm like, when he came yeah, back to ISPL, I fucking, I was so happy. Sky uh, yeah. inspired me in ways that like words can't even describe. 
Like, but, Sky's you know, one of those dudes that broke my heart because he was a guy who loved paintball and then paintball was no longer fun. And that, like, seeing that transition happen was just, it, it was, yeah, broke it was my painful. heart for sure, without a doubt. Because especially he was one pushing me really, really hard to be, like, basically almost the person where I am today with my competitive edge. Mm, and, you know, awesome. there's times where you look at the box and you don't recognize anybody out there, right? And it's honestly, I've been, I've been in the DMG program for a long time now, long time now. Right. Coming up on six years, Work, man. Worked my way out. Worked my way out from the very bottom of the totem pole, where my team, where my team couldn't even have a stable roster for a, for a single event, right? But now, I'm at I'm at not at the top of the totem pole, not anywhere near the top of the totem pole, but definitely higher than I was. And now it's like I don't even know some of these people, which is honestly shame on me for that. Straight up, I need to do work work on being better associated with everybody in the camp because there are just, there are some people where. Uh, they're on the box, and I have never seen them before. Yeah, and I, and they're wearing I mean, a some DMG of that jersey. Is, I will say, okay, see, like you just sealed it there because I was gonna say some of that is like Capital Edge does get you know guests come through and they want to check out the field and stuff. But um, there's some people that I just don't really. I there's some people I just don't really know. Yeah, and I think some of that's on both parties too because I think there are guys who have started to show up to the field on a more regular basis who. You still kind of keep to themselves whether they might be a little bit more shy or just are you know a little bit afraid to speak up like look you got the kids like noah like geo like uh you know all these dmg kids who do not care and they're gonna come up and they're gonna say what's up to us but you know there probably are some people who are a little more nervous to say what's up to semi-pro guys or when dynasties out there i hear this all the time when whenever impacts out there or dynasties out there I wanted to say hi, but I was just too nervous or, you know, you guys were I you looked really busy or you were in the middle of something. Just go up to them, guys. They don't give a shit. Like, yes, if they are actively in the middle of like a conversation about practice, give them their space, give them their time. But if it's like a good moment, they will always take that 10, you know, not 10, but like five, 10 minutes, you know, whatever it is, just to kind of have that conversation, say what's up. If they got to go, they got to go. But most of these guys are completely happy to at least you know hey what's your name you know i'm i'm you know insert player name here nice to meet you um mm -hmm. you know so and you gotta think about it for these guys it probably feels cool too when you're able to connect with someone who's hey i'm a fan of you man like you know i've it's cool to talk to you and they probably feel a bit of that in in you know uh return as well like you, you want to talk about how do you grow the sport? Like that's it right there. Like pick one player every few weeks. And like, I've seen this guy for the past month. Yeah. I don't know who he is. He's always quiet. Go walk up to him. Be like, Hey, I'm so-and-so I see you out here a lot. Like what's your goal in the sport? Or like, what are you trying to do? Like that's where you can give back. And maybe in six years, he'll be you. Maybe he'll be on the box when you're, you know, up in the pro division. Mm -hmm. That's a dream. That's maybe they might pick up that. a dog and name it bunker. And then you could steal that someday. <laughs> that might be, you know, a, a successful thing. And you are a you're philosopher, bro. You are a philosopher. <laughs> you were hitting me with some with some dialogue that my brain just is turning. <laughs> when, when you have a lot of this in your your beer, your mustache, yeah, it starts you don't to know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, it comes in for a reason. It's the wisdom showing yeah. through. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, exactly. no, I I mean, we sincerely appreciate it, Dan. Um, you know, dude. I think it is good to get a perspective from someone who maybe you, you know, you've played the game for years of your life now, but you're coming into the media and kind of more business aspect of it from a more fresh set of eyes. Um, and so I think it is always good to kind of just, you know, hear people's perspectives, hear their opinions, hear their ideas. Um, 
I, I do like how you you know made the point on now we got to start acting on those but you know that's the that's the summit type stuff that's the you know stuff where yeah. we need to come together and figure out what that action plan is so then we can take that next step and start acting on it yeah and i'm gonna do yeah. exactly what you said i'm gonna do with when it comes to selecting one person in the field you know but hey i've seen i'm introducing myself I, like Dan, you are the you are the originator of that now. I'm going to give you credit where credit is due. And let me tell you, no bullshit. Ryan knows I'm a man of my word. I'm gonna do it. Yeah, he does. Like you know, so if I look back to like when I started this whole crazy thing, I think it was last November. Um, I picked up a gun for the first time, you know, in probably five or ten years. Went to Outlaw, you know, here were Notorious plays. And like I had done my research, like I know, you know, Notorious just became pro. I started to look at the the roster, and like as I'm walking, I'm like, holy shit! Like there's Jared Sherman, there's like Marky Fran, there's like all these guys, and it was such an intimidating. So Archie Barnes, because we have him kept up here. Yeah, we, I, we, we keep him locked him. away, and then we let you guys Archie. take him. And yeah, <laughs> no, I love Archie. Archie. Shout I love out Archie. Archie. He's my guy. I love Archie. Archie's the man. But, but like I went three or four weeks where like every Sunday I'd be like, oh. Like, oh, there they are. Like, don't talk to them. You know, like, you walk past their pit and go to, like, where, like, little Division 5 players are. <clears throat> and then one day, I'm like, you know, fuck it. Let me just go introduce myself. And I sat there and talked to them for 10 or 15 minutes. And everyone's like, wait, this new guy just showed up and talked to the pros? And, like, it kind of opened up where other players started to come up to them and talk to them, too. Um, yeah, I, I can't recommend putting yourself out there and doing that more because you never know if someone else is watching you that also wants to do that too. Um, and I think, yeah. you know, Ryan, he's spot on what he said about like the pro guys at the, you know, with Dynasty. Like, well, I, I did that, um, the Hopper Dump shirt, like my first shirt a few yeah. months ago. Stylish. That's, that's from a D5 player that I took a picture of at Bunkerfest here. <clears throat> and when I kind of connected with, you know, him and um, Pat Kraft, he was like, dude, like, oh my God, like Pat Kraft just like liked my photo. I'm like, yeah, send him a DM. He's like, I can't send him a DM. Like it's Pat Kraft. Like I'm not gonna, no way. And like they had a full on conversation and then here in Austin, like they took a picture together and it made that kid's dream. Like he couldn't believe that he got a selfie with, you know, the freaking Humper or Hopper Dump King himself. And, and I, I'm gonna <laughs> break the fourth wall here. I guarantee you Pat Kraft felt good on the inside knowing that there oh, was someone who fucks with him that heavy. Like it, it's a mutual 100%. beneficial type thing. There's, you know, it, it feels oh. good for both parties. Like, all right, I Dude, respect I that. Thank you for taking I the time out of your day to tell me that you like me. Like that means a lot. So yeah. when I signed my very first autograph, Brando was there too. Dude, that was like the next level, like butterflies in my stomach. Oh. Yeah. Oh, and in Florida? Was, yeah. Yeah. That had me tripping out because I was I was like, dude, this kid actually like, like we're nobodies, right? We're just <laughs> we're just struggling semi 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 proers, you know. You're Where, a semi pro player. I hate when you say that, bro. You you've won games <sighs> in the division. You you are a semi pro player. It is okay. <sighs> I, we got to make Sunday. That's like the next goal, bro. That's the next goal. There you go. That's, That's the why next you're doing goal. it. Yeah, you know, exactly. So why you do it? I, and of course, we're semi-semi so, pro until then. Oh God, fuck you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> something that you mentioned there, Dan, that uh, reminded me of, you know, like the guys I was mentioning earlier, like Noah. Fucking, how many opportunities has that kid got around the field? And, you know, this is for people at Capital Edge who will know him, but he's just this brave, you know, fearless kid who just talked to everyone. And, like, mm -hmm. yeah. how many opportunities to, like, play with Ryan Greenspan and, like, you know, play with the uh, top of the guys and, like, just 
get to have fun in a way that a lot of kids probably would love to do, but they just didn't want to go up and say, Hey, can I do that with you? And he did. And like, he has no fear. That's why he's doing cool things. Shout out that kid. Um, you know, I think it'll, yeah, be cool to see him grow up in the sport and see kind of where he goes. Absolutely. It's, that could be the next that, cow right there. Exactly. It's that Gretzky quote, right? Like I'm going to butcher it. But like you, you miss all the stuff that you never take something like that. Like you Michael never Scott. know. The second you said it, I was waiting. I was like, whenever he finishes, I'm going to just get the right quote in there. <laughs> yeah, there you go. What a good one. But yeah, it, it's, it's so true because, I mean, everything with the, the media stuff for me, um, if I never asked, like, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be taking pictures. I wouldn't be talking to you guys. But because I asked that question of like, hey, can I do this? Can I start this journey? And then someone said yes to me, I'm just like, Okay, you're giving me a chance. I'm running with it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think yeah, there's a lot and... of people's downfalls. They don't do that. They they won't they won't extend themselves out, and they'll miss out on opportunities. They don't want to know. Hundred percent. And hundred yeah. percent, like this is something you know from our side we've had to do with. You'll ask people, and they'll say no. But at the same yep. time, like that's not the end of the world. Like you can you can figure out shit that like works around that. You know, like yeah, there's yeah. stuff we would have loved to do this year that we weren't able to because you know we had to we had to work something out and. uh yeah, that's that's just kind of one of those things like it is what it is too. Like you can't have, I guess, this uh this misconception of just being like, well, you know, yeah, like everything's gonna be cool. You know, have have a little bit of that kind of hesitancy in your mind, I would say. But from a general standpoint, like, you know, yeah, like we're saying, everyone, you know, everyone's gonna be happy to talk to you. It's just kind of like, yeah, if you find them in the bad moment or you know, the stuff like that, like, yeah, they're humans too, and you know, shit happens. Yeah. But uh yeah, I think overall the 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 general, you know, just get out there, have conversations, talk with people, connect with people. Like, yeah. it's not a bad thing. If if only you know, it's it's gonna help. Yeah, absolutely. So reach out, get some help. Exactly. Reach out, get exactly. some help. I know. Yep, <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. All right, guys. Well, uh, I just looked at the time bar and it said two hours and sixteen minutes. So I think it's time that we wrap this show up tonight because uh, I think we've done good. And Brandon, we're not doing four hour shows yet. We're not 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 yet. That's not. Oh my! I know you God. want four hours, but you also talk <sighs> like twenty minutes during the two hours. So wait, is that what it is? So like, that way, you you'll have an actual hour of conversation. Like two seconds. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so you need the four hours to get all of that in there. All right, I got you. Yeah. Hey, hey. Oh, by the way, uh, just to confirm, uh, puka shells have been ordered. Already, puka so. shells have been ordered. All right, let's go. Mm -hmm. Got to see some photos We're... in the motherland next week. I think I'm gonna get yeah. mine directly out of Hawaii, straight up. I think I'm gonna get mine. Yeah. yeah, I think I'm gonna get mine some authentic. You know what I'm saying? You know, you Sorry, can yours? take a picture. I'll even accept a collaboration on that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Just gotta get it out there. So yeah. yeah, let Dan have it, or Dan's putting it out there. If anyone posts Puka Shell necklaces, free collab tag, just boom, right exactly. up there. Yeah. Hey, and be sure it's the right person that you're yes, collabing with. This is a great point as yeah, well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out HK Dude. Army. Uh, they apparently watched the show, but not enough to know which one of you is which. <laughs> they it's know the that you guys are both here. It's the Bali Clopper, dude, I'm telling you. That legitimately gets confusing. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. if you guys, if you're watching this back on the public version, HK Army posted a reel today, and they tagged Hatch in it. Brandon, do you want to tell him who was in the reel? It's literally just me, just me in the back center <laughs> shooting and talking. Uh, That's great. it. What? That's the whole. We all reel. thought Hatch was gonna pop up, or they were gonna pan over to Hatch or something. Nope, it's just fixated on me. 
Yeah, this I'm, is like, a... I'm like waiting. I'm like, when am I coming out? When am I coming out? Let's go. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. All right. And then, and then I didn't. And that was yeah. it. <laughs> so I'm just like, okay, all right, I, not bad, not bad. I was going to say, it reminds me a lot of the Enrique Ivan type controversy that we've had before where people have called yep. them the same yeah. person as well. They're not. They're two different people, but they do yeah. kind of look similar. Really? What? <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like they're brothers or some shit. Um, so one thing before we go, Dan, shout out. Shout out. What's up, brother? Open mic. Who, who, you, who you got? Shout out anybody. Yeah. You know, I actually, I appreciate you saying that because I was going to interject. Um, is this your drinking honestly, bro like, of the week shout out lopez <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> that guy sent me he made a fat steak last night and he had like this big bottle of red wine and he's living he's dream, starting man. a he's whole a like wine dude. podcast i yeah. heard yeah. i can't oh, wait to yeah. listen to it i god yeah, i love love lopez yeah but um I, I think for me my my shout out there's, there's a few of them when i first started this whole thing um carlos or like get that shot like Dude, I was asking that guy mess questions daily on like gear settings, and he was just an open book. Like he gave me all of his answers. Um, when I started to like mess around in Lightroom, like he gave me all his presets and settings, so I kind of found my own. Um, and then the, the very first time I stepped on the field, like on the pro field this year, I walked up and like, hey, I'm so and so. Like, hey, everyone was so freaking nice to me, and like they just opened me with like welcome arms. Um, I totally didn't expect that. And so, you know, like, Ryan was a huge, huge part of it. Um, it's like every time I see you, know, you at the field now, like, you're getting a hug, you know? It's, yeah. it's, it's a family. Well, I think um, and my, then, my biggest okay. thing is I respect talent. And because really, at the end of the day, there's a lot of people who want to say that they, you know, have a talent for stuff. And, you know, that's always subjective. But I think my biggest thing is, like, you know, I, I saw you come in. I liked a lot of the stuff you were taking. I saw, I thought you had an eye that was kind of different than what we were seeing a lot of people take. Mm -hmm. um, we've seen kind of just a lot of rehash type angles and poses and stuff that we see now. So I thought, you know, you're doing something, you know, different and new. And I thought that was refreshing. And then, yeah, we, we started talking and then that. you stole my uh, mask setup. So uh yeah that's when i was like damn i like this guy all right that's brave <laughs> you got a better strap i'll give you that but i was rocking the white and gray uh flex eights before you you, you were I, I did want like the all white but i wasn't gonna drop like the four or five hundred on the white bottom like, I'm going to gray. Yeah, it was the same spot yeah. yep <laughs> yeah. that's funny um but yeah carlos from get that shot um 40 media has been awesome uh and then smile and, you know, and then yeah, Will's a great guy. And then Smiley Joe up in you know, the Northeast. Um, That's like a hitter's row of some of my favorite people in media. <laughs> I agree. Smiley yeah, Joe, he's always nice to me. Dude, I I'll never forget this moment. It was like I came off the pro field after like the very first notorious match. And I was showing him some of my work. And um, like he was giving me some tips. And then as I'm walking away, he comes up and he's like, Dan, like, hold on a second. He's like, I want to give you a shout out. Like, I just saw you do something and like, I'm going to now implement that. And like, that gave me so much freaking confidence. Like, oh, okay. Like I can kind of do this. And it's like that one small piece from him just like exploded my confidence, to, like go back out there and feel like I'm, I should be there. Um, yeah. So I think those are probably the ones that I would shout out. I do, I do want to share something really funny in Mafia. I don't know if you remember this or not. The, it was the Friday, maybe it was Friday or Saturday at the Florida Sunshine event this year. I had my pro shirt on backwards. It was like halfway throughout the day and someone's like, hey, uh, oh. you know your, your shirt's on backwards? 
I'm like, what? It's the most embarrassing thing in the world. That's all like, funny. Looking back at it now, it's, it's pretty funny. No, <laughs> I, huh. Yeah, I don't remember seeing that with my eyes, so I guess someone caught it quick enough, you know, that it wasn't oh, it wasn't there yeah. for a long time. But uh, yeah, that's pretty funny, man. Yeah, yeah. I feel like everyone's gotta have their their type of moment everyone's like that. Like yeah, that. like yeah. you know, I don't know. I would say like forgetting your mask, but that's a pretty big one. So I feel like most people don't yeah. do that. We all kind of remember that one. Thank Except God. I 100% saw Marv like walk towards the net this weekend and be like, oh shit. Like I need, I need my mask. Like yeah, the uh, when you're yeah, refing so or doing shit like that, like I can see sometimes you you know forget that you have it on because you're just wearing it all day. He had he yeah. was having struggling with the heat, dude. Until I came out and was on his side. Once I was refing right next to Marv, dude, he was he was having a chipper time. Damn, so bro, you trying to throw him under the bus like that? I mean, <laughs> yeah, vibes win games, <laughs> vibes win refs, vibes win refs. That's your teammate, by the way. So I don't know if that's the best vibes to be calling him out, but dude, uh, he was like, like I'm like, yo, Marv, how you doing, bro? And he's like, uh, like dying. <laughs> and then obviously I'm chipping him up, you know, telling him he's trash at battle bit and stuff, you know. And so throughout the day, he just started getting a little bit more, a little bit more happy, you know. It's the vibes. Well, that's good. I'm I'm well, glad you, know, you helped out the man. We all know we're suffering. All of us are suffering in the heat together. Might as well have fun. For sure. Yeah. Can I give one more shout out? Oh, Absolutely. Yeah, bro. of course. I was just gonna say we've beaten the the hot sepal horse already so many times. I think that horse is dead. Mm -hmm. Uh Well, speaking of hot things, I have to give a shout out to my fiance. Uh, <laughs> your ex girlfriend. Get it right. Your ex girlfriend on this show. Yeah. Nope. But the, the reason for that, though, is like, honestly, with without her support, like I wouldn't be here because as crazy as this whole thing is, the week before the Sunshine Major or event this year, we were at an Airbnb. And she was like, hey, you sound passionate about this. She had no idea what paintball was. She's like, let's do it. Like, if you want to get a camera and like get into this whole thing, I fully support it. And then she literally, we drove to Florida. That was the first time she's like ever really seen anything paintball related. Wow. And she's just been nothing but supportive. And now like she comes to all the events and she's been so fascinated, like with understanding, like why do people play this crazy game? <laughs> and like now she's starting something, you know, kind of building her own brand mm -hmm. niche from it too. And that's been the interest that's, yeah. I love what she's doing with all that work. It's like the reason why people, I love that. That is so cool. Cause you yeah. know, you, you see some, you see some good ones. Yeah. yeah, man, she's had, like, she has probably two or three weeks weeks worth of content, like, already out, because people just email her all the time, um, and, like, some of them are, like, super, like, emotional, like, there's some people, like, oh, I would have never expected this person, like, they're playing to, like, prevent, you know, depression or prevent anxiety, and so, like, there's, like, some serious things mm -hmm. of why people play the sport, and so to see her going from, like, paintball like well, yes yeah, that like camo in the woods to now like you're traveling watching me doing something so now you're going and taking your own spin on it it's just it's mm -hmm. the coolest thing yeah so i have to give her a big shout out and and you know that's a, that's a that is a niche that is needed in kind of this new totally. social media market where we have guys like her inspired paintball like you know there, there's there's yeah. people that are you know putting out the stories and like that's a valuable thing just as well you know that's just as valuable yeah. as all these reels or all this stuff because like we said earlier in the podcast it's the human story that, that gets people you know interested in whatever it is yeah totally so, agree yeah mm. well on that note guys i uh i got a couple things i gotta remind you of real quick but uh yeah we're gonna we're gonna get the out phrase, of here kind of soon phrase. what's up Oh yeah, no, we need co-word of the week. So good. All right, that's one of the things I gotta remind you of. Hatch has gotta make it up. What? Yeah, what I got is it? Right it? Now. I got it right now. Okay, what's the code word of the week? Puka is power. 
<laughs> I like that one. Puka, Puka is, power. is power. Through Puka, we must we stand. Puka is power slash in Puka we stand. Okay. There we go. If you give me if you give me one of those, you're good. Uh speaking of last word code words of the week or last week's code words of the week, I want to give a shout out to Mike Ryan. Uh he sent his in. Yep. Uh he was also there hanging out at the field all week. So uh hung out, talk with him a bit. Appreciate you, man. Uh also Christopher uh struck still sending his in. Um I'm pretty sure that's our Canadian listener. I may be wrong on that though. He was also telling me that he is a copy of one of the Greg Hastings games. So maybe maybe i'll have to like borrow that from you or something we'll, we'll have to figure something out with that christopher but appreciate your support man thanks for always listening to the show and uh sticking around for the code word of the week so you guys want to let us know that hey you're a cool member you're uh you're a good guy Sheesh. you're gonna hang around uh oh dan's dropping cool, cool stuff in the chat that's gonna come at, at some point in time you guys are gonna want to see that um but yeah, uh, so yeah, uh, the code word of the week, Puka's power. Drop that in a DM, a uh, Instagram comment, uh, you know, on the Patreon. Just let us know you heard it. Uh, that way, we know you listen to the whole show and uh, that you're our friend and we vibe with you. Um, we the other ways, the Puka King in here. We, we do. We have the Puka when, King with the Puka power. When, with Puka when this gang. show drops, I'll I'll drop that uh, that T-shirt that we just I just put in the chat oh. for you guys. You can you can show it now if you want to. I don't know what you want to do, but like when the show goes live, I'll drop that online. We'll we'll do that as a way. Hey, Dan's about to drop new merch. Go to at Shelda Photos. It's on the screen on Spotify or YouTube, and I'm saying it right now for the Apple Podcast listeners at Shelda Photos. Go check it out today. There's a pretty cool shirt that's being dropped there, uh, and it's Puka Puka Gang related. That's what I'll say yeah. here on the show. So go check that out, guys. Um, more ways that I mean ways that you can support our podcast uh, that are free. Uh, you can drop a rating for the show, whether it's on Spotify, uh, YouTube, Apple Podcasts. Um, you know, drop a like on YouTube, drop the five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, completely free to do. Takes 20 seconds of your time and helps boost us up the charts. So consider doing so. You can also subscribe on those platforms. So Similar type of idea helps make us look a little better completely free for you to do at home uh, the patreon that's a way that you can start monetizing and helping us out in that way if you sign up to become a patreon member you get access to a whole bunch of perks we got the nick laval headband that's going out uh you're gonna maybe be able to make me frost my tips you get access to other giveaways uh we got all the content that comes out there for free as well as ad or, or as uh not for free it comes out there early and ad free you guys know how I get. When we get the two and a half hour mark, I start slurring my words. It gets bad. Mm -hmm. um, Patreon, we got that. Uh, head over to our sponsors, both Liquid IV and Nectar Energy. That is NECTR.energy slash Mafia Productions, as well as Liquid IV, which uh, is code Mafia underscore Moffat. Um, Go let those guys know that, you know, you heard about us over here. Uh, <laughs> Brandon's finishing his up. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, make us look good to them. They help support the show. They help put all this on air. So we appreciate their support. That is my list of things I have to talk about. So that means, well, the show's done. And I think we hit a new record, guys. This may be the longest show that we've done. So hell yeah. I appreciate you coming on, Dan. Uh, that was Thank a great you, time. King. Um, Thank you, I mean, King. I said it there at Dan Shelley photos. Is there anywhere else people can find you? I know. Do you have like a smug mug or something? I know you do a lot of photo stuff with that. Yeah, it's all shell the photos. So shell the photos on Instagram, Facebook, shell the photos.com brings you right to my smug mug. That's called consistent branding kids. That's what you need to do. Get your name on everything. <laughs> it's a good yeah, job. Uh, so yeah, just check out shell the photos. I mean, wherever you're at, you'll be able to find him and his content. Um, I mean, yeah, Hatch, Brando, you guys got any last words? Um, so you're...
you're coming to Sacramento this Sunday? Yeah, yeah. I fly out. I think I land at like 11.30 or 12. I'm literally getting the rental car going straight to the field from the airport. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. How long are you coming? You got to be here for? I'll be there for a week, but I'll be in Cupertino for most of the week for work. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I vaguely remember you saying something along those lines. I was like, I think it's for work, guys. They were all like, why, yeah. why is he coming out here? I was <laughs> like, I think it's something with Silicon Valley. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. But yeah. All it's right. definitely for work, but it was like, ooh, there's, I think there's fields where I'm going to be. Like, oh, yeah, okay. That's yeah. a big one. I'm going to be a pretty there. big one. What a lineup. <laughs> what a, what a, what a coinky dink, honestly. You know, we were recorded, then you're going to see you this weekend. That's going to be so yeah. sick. Well, that's awesome. that's awesome that works out. Um, This is, you know, hey, if you heard this on the public version and you're sad that you missed out on Dan now because you, you know, didn't hear the show, go get signed up for Patreon. We're giving you more reasons to do it. Do it right now. Patreon.com slash Mafia Productions. And on that note, guys, I appreciate each and every one of you for coming to the show. This was episode 51. Next week, we will have episode 52. That's going to be our one-year anniversary with our special friend, Evan Fernandez. You know, the, the lazy dude who helped us start all of this, but and sometimes Austin went to... Austin hasn't confirmed. Evan confirmed. So that's why I'm saying his name. But hey, I'll hopefully Austin's him. there I'll too. <laughs> we love you guys. We're, uh, you know, thankful for everyone who's coming and uh, stopping by, listening to the show, dropping the ratings, dropping the reviews, following on Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. For our two hosts, we got Stephen Hatch, Brandon Brando Baird, Thank you to our special guest, Shell the Photos, Dan Shelley. I'm Ryan Mafia Moffitt. We're going to see you guys on the next one. Give it to him, Match. Bye. <laughs> see you guys later.